In a once golden land, now ashen and mourning, heaven clashes with earth, and a name scattered on the winds of chaos is spoken once again. Our heroes stand in the shattered ruins of Golden Root. Once it was the center of worship to the Holdra, the dusk elves of the autumn court, but the power of wild magic laid it to waste. Now the quest for the Book of Dawn stands in the eye of a storm, surrounded by the powers of sovereigns and infernals, and in their company is a bizarre child reborn from that chaos. Now they must decide what to do, for they are surrounded by the forces of the fairy courts, and they still have a wedding to attend. Welcome, everyone, to Casters and Castles, uh, Arc 4, Episode 3. I'm Tormented by Gnomes. I'll be your Dungeon Master this evening. Uh, if you're just joining us, Casters and Castles is an actual play channel featuring talent from the esports and tabletop gaming communities. We're in the middle of a long-running campaign. And if you missed the last episode, I feel really, really bad for you because <laughs> this is this will good... not make no sense. This is not the entry <laughs> point. If this is your first episode, go back and watch, like... Episode one Again. of this arc. <laughs> oh my god, no! No! <laughs> Two items of gods already. <laughs> we need to restructure the system. We're literally <laughs> never leaving this clearing. Yeah. <laughs> or we'll all die first. Yeah, they're so, just setting us up for the team kill. <laughs> I have five hit points left. Okay. Yo, same! Oh, yay! <laughs> Let's... And we're the two who know how to heal people. Light <laughs> and uh, Alaka used her last. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Look at all the cards. Let's let's recap here real fast. So, when we last left our heroes, you were in uh, Golden Glow, which was this druidic temple dedicated to the whole the Holdra. Uh, it was a sacred ley line of Erakura, the sovereign of Earth, and this is where Lysha Norwellen spent her youth, growing up and learning the druidic traditions. It was annihilated by a huge wall of fire caused by a wild surge in the heart of Doton's Rock about a week and a half, two weeks ago. You arrived here because a great fairy wedding is going to take place to which you have been invited. And if you can get in good with one of the three Arkfey who will be present at the wedding, you can get one of the relics that you need to gain access to the hidden kingdom of Cryus to steal the Book of Dawn, which is our actual quest. Uh... You know, just just in case that's uh, been forgotten. However, upon your arrival here, Vindor, Sovereign of the Skies, was still mad at Alan O'Dale for stealing the Golden Bough from his garden. Uh, and so he sent a thunderstorm to smite Alan, even as you tried to dislodge the elemental forces of fire that had become sort of embedded in the ley line. Alan, very reasonably, I will point out, took cover yes. behind the sacred stone <laughs> at the heart because you know, just it's a big rock, right? Yeah. Uh, and the rock exploded because it was an incredible amount of elemental air energy interfacing with its opposite, which was an earth ley line, which sent out ripples of magical chaos, and then chat just annihilated us with acts of god. So the way we're justifying this is that. The interaction of the two opposing forces, again, sort of destabilized the local magical what's-you-call-it, allowing all sorts of different gods to intervene. Uh, Bindor sent a group of the Knights of Terra Nimbus because his connection to the place was broken and he couldn't smite your ass into bacon anymore. So he sent them down, a fight broke out, and then just one thing happened after another. Uh, and when the fight ended, in the middle of this, the 
chaotic spectral shade of Tiberius fucking Wanderstave appeared. <laughs> he thought that maybe he could summon his body back because he assumed that he had a body, uh, which, you know, isn't always... There are disembodied entities in Anakra, so it wasn't a sure shot. So he opened a gate and attempted to summon himself, which resulted in him appearing, a new body for himself, appearing as a baby with a huge flowing beard and a mustache. Uh, the baby apparently had Tiberius's mind until the power of Romius, overlord of the dead, flowed across the battlefield and the rivers of the water, uh, the waters of the river Lethe wiped memories clean from people. This had a couple of effects. One, Alika forgot the events of the last 24 hours. Two, Korok the Druid, who is a Holdra you've met before, who had shapeshifted into a bear, forgot he's a Holdra. He thinks he's a bear. He's fucked. <laughs> he's, he's fucked. Three. Hey, just, go ahead. Does Alika forgetting the last 24 hours include her traumatic experience at the Court of Stars or no? Um... You, you I can't, guys, I'm not sure how long ago that happened exactly. Spend an extra night there after you did. You spent some time have. there, yeah. so I, I okay. think she still remembers it. Oh my goodness! Unlucky. Yeah. Um. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Cat. I'm starting to. Six. I'm starting to realize that castles and castles is actually. Let's see if these five people can find creative ways to get out of being fucked over every <laughs> single episode. <laughs> Or about a story. It's like whose lies it anyway? Right? Yes, yeah. everything's made up. Yes. The points don't fucking matter. We're just improving our way out of a large number of very improbable situations. Yeah, but we're all almost dead. Forget about the quest. The quest doesn't matter. Look <laughs> at dawn. Yeah, the fuck plot, right the off. Let's, let, let, there. Let's 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 fight some more fucking knights of Terranimus that I can't hit. Let's go. Bring them on. <laughs> We've already got five unicorns and fairies that are oh, fighting yeah. off. Oh yeah. Okay, so uh, we we are going to persisting. We are uh, going to space this out a little bit just to allow the scene to progress. We will get in all of these acts of God, but we are going to give us a little breathing room before the chaos continues. Um, I tweaked the hype train. The, that was the mistake last time I said, hey, there's a special bonus act of God if you trigger a hype train. <laughs> and the hype train threat, we'd never, ha like, we'd had one maybe once on the channel, so the threshold yeah. was set to easy. Mm, so it went yep, from no so hype train. Yeah, like, by the time it, the system even detected it, we were at level 5, like 610%. <laughs> and now Tiberius is back and everything is ruined forever. In your defense, he's a baby who doesn't remember himself. Yeah. Yes. That, that was smart by you, Joe. Taking I, power out of Tiberius' hands. They, no. I, I wanted a way to not just, like, brush it away so that nothing happened and it doesn't affect the plot, but also not give you a level 20 character and also not make <laughs> you run two characters and also not completely overshadow and remove the spotlight from the rest of the party. Yeah, mm. yeah. Reasonable. We're, we're finding a way. Oh, it's a cantaloupe, your not your lip. Oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> Okay, what was Ow. I saying? Um, God damn it. Jack. What happened with the baby? Because I can't remember. Like, okay. the baby wanted to go with the unicorns, and then the baby forgot he was a baby. And then he, and he used then he the baby the to baby. get the bag, distorting its, like, physical form by pushing it through the astral plane, and then you dropped yeah. it in a crater. That was, that was very cool of you, Josh. Oh, yeah, yeah. I dropped you the baby, You handed it to right? the Ifrit, 
and then you poofed the Afrit out of existence, so With the baby fell. With a wand of wonder, yes, that's what happened. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, <laughs> so now the baby's just in the crater. Yeah, There's I like literally how... no way that those unicorns are letting you keep the baby. Alan's core foundation of his being is to save children, and he's failed at that. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, like I love fair, everything. Core. It's just something that he realized he was maybe called to uh, more than you know, just fucking everyone else over. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was kind of torn because on the one hand, this baby had just magicked an incredibly important relic that into who the fuck knows where. After mm-hmm. a puke so fire I'm, on you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, this was a bitch of a baby. <laughs> this was bitch not a nice a baby. baby. A baby. Yeah. It had a beard, Alan. That should have been a clue. Still has yeah. a beard. Yeah. And now, if I recall, one giant eye. Yeah, because it got mutated by being forced through the astral plane. So one of its eyes is slightly larger than the other and oh a little bit God. out of focus. Really? Very, Very cool. Life you said no you were going to sacrifice the baby. Eyes. Remember, you did the dimension door thing, and you were like, I'm going to try to make it so I don't take the damage of deliberately teleporting into a solid object, but the baby takes it instead. So now the baby's mutated, Josh. Whoa, I don't think I ever said the baby should take the damage. Yes, I, I'm positive yeah, we have a clip I think of he that. said he was willing to have the baby risk taking damage. Yeah. Because okay. the bag was important. I don't actually, in your defense, remember... I don't think I directed the damage to the baby. I would have been... Yeah, happy I thought they were both taking damage, but mm. I... Regardless, the baby's mutated. It's canon now. That's well, okay. If it's got a lot of stem cells, I'm sure it'll recover. <laughs> <laughs> and a beard. It has that, too. Yeah. Okay, so... Also, Thoras fell unconscious, had twisted dreams of the one flesh. Uh, oh, God, and a, we didn't... Figure out yeah. what the thing was, did we? Yeah, you so I was, shit, I was going to give you, like, a cleaving attack, but then that Legends of Runeterra thing came out, and they have basically, uh, what is it, Nautilus, the champion? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. They've got a barbarian for him, so I was thinking of giving you that ability instead. Basically, when you rage, uh, instead of frenzying, you can extend a tentacle and pull people towards you. It's or badass. Okay. Okay. In your case, it can either be like a tentacle, or your arm just suddenly stretches and extends supernaturally, like a monkey de Luffy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Space yeah, Jam. Yeah. Like Space Jam. Yeah, that's the normie reference, Josh. Yeah, yeah. Like reference. <laughs> I don't know what you said. <laughs> like anime, anime. <laughs> that's all I know. <laughs> Actually, can you give that reference? I'm calling you out. What was but, the reference? Well, like monkey de Luffy. I have not seen a single no. episode, but I did get the reference. Bryce! Oh, I guess that's good enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a story for another time. I did not grow up with anime or television. I was very homeschooled. I didn't grow up with it either. I just watched it mm-hmm. when I was an adult. <laughs> I didn't grow up hey, with anime fair. either. No, I didn't watch my first episode until I was like 20. One but now I love my it. first anime, so there you go. Right. Mm. One of my first. My first was Cowboy Bebop, so it was all downhill from yeah. there. Just kidding, That's I still love it. Wars. That's a tough Food one. Wars. Food Wars. My Ooh, I, I, food I showed. The good Unpopular opinion, Food Wars is overrated. Oh, yeah. This coming from the person, by the way, who who went who started watching Food Wars by starting at season three, right during all the Shogigeki. I didn't definitely thought on. it was the beginning of the season. <laughs> <laughs> it was a mistake. I'm like, oh, my God, you missed all the exposition, everything. Like, you just forget about it. 
Because you know how like season two or three, yeah, whatever. Anyway, we'll talk about that. We're anyway, trying. It's so just a whole lot of people having orgasms while they eat food, and that yes. I'm sorry. That's the whole Listen, show. I'm sorry. <laughs> Listen, it's all about the umami. All right, if it's not umami, it's gonna win. <laughs> Oh, we are trying so hard to avoid these two more acts of God that are already on our plate. Three? Three acts of God? Because we hit a 30, a 40, three, and a 50. Yeah, yeah three acts of yeah. God. Okay, so all of that happened. Sin sent an Ifriti to appear and say, that baby is the most dangerous thing in the four kingdoms. It needs to come with me. You waved what you think is a baby rattle that is actually a piece of the Archmage Arnelain's staff that was shattered <laughs> when... Tiberius summoned a Shardalon into the world, pointed it at him, banishing him immediately. I didn't mean to. I was just shaking it at him. Yeah, you know, you know the dangerous magical art. So much for being stuff. on our side. You, you had, like, one sovereign in your court. Mm. Not anymore, Alan. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so let's take a look at what we still got. Uh, Bells of Sticks. That was um, the one that made you guys really hate the... Terranimus Knights. Enraged. Yeah, it gave Ashley enraged so she couldn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. Jump on it with a just club. Nerfed, nerfed the yeah, uh, Druid nerfed completely. me like crazy. All right. Uh, let's see here. Um, you, you started mutating, Aaron, and you lost several of your hit dice, and you have the ability to drink blood until they're restored. So yeah. you have, you're down three hit dice. Aberrant Insight, Thoras passed out and woke up with a cool new move. For now, we'll say as a bonus action on your turn during a rage, you can attack someone who's 10 feet away and pull them towards you. We're just going to resolve it like mm -hmm. that. Uh, I believe you also failed your save against the Bells of Lethe while you were in. We we Chat actually helped me go back and look at it, Thoras. So I believe that you oh, failed geez. your save. Mm. And forgot what does that mean if I was unconscious at the time? Um, Omega. You know, I think the most interesting... you become a vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> Door magic. I think the most interesting <laughs> thing to happen would be that you have zero recollection of the time that your mind spent in contact with the one flesh, so you have no idea why you have this ability, and that lets me plant some spooky plot seeds for later. Okay. And I also can't interrogate you about the one mm -hmm. flesh, which I would totally want to. And there was a time, like, it lasted longer mentally to you than what, what, what? what? Oh, and we can't no, heal no, people no, with no, magic, no. right? Correct. Um... Because the firmament has prevented magic affecting life and death. In this Alan and I are going to die. Thinking about the potential issues of uh, having a, um, I, I don't even know what you'd call Lysha. What are you like a, a guardian, a fighter against the one flesh? Mm -hmm. like Something like that. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I've suddenly... been enlisted by Liban. Yeah, and then I suddenly just protrude a tentacle and pull somebody towards me. That's that was amazing. a ninja move, by the way, Ashley. We're going to start fighting. Yeah, thank yeah, you. maybe. <laughs> that was my, my caramel-covered popcorn. Actually, it's zebra popcorn. Stuff's mm. dope. Okay, so... Not sponsored, but so good. Recommended. All right, so then Alika forgot, lost her memories. You don't remember being in contact with One Flesh, but you remember everything else. Uh, and Korak thinks he's a bear, which leaves us with the last two acts of God that had happened which were the Pixies and the Red Caps. So, as we set our scene, you are still in the fucking Druid Circle, as you've been for the last three episodes. The shitty fucking Druid Circle. The ashy fucking sand in your crack Druid Circle. Mm -hmm. Listen, yeah. you. This is a holy place. Yeah. Was. Yeah. Um, 
So, Hyperia summoned a bunch of unicorns that are now present and are very protective of the child. The red caps are vi- incredibly violent fey who love stomping and beating things up and they dip their hats in blood. The pixies have all turned invisible. The red caps work for the, the unseely court of which the queen who invited you to the wedding is of the unseely court. The pixies work for the seely court. The bride at the wedding is a member of that court. And last but not least, before all this, Korak was going to lead you to the hidden elven village of Lunasa, which Lysha knows how to get to, but has been shifted into the fairy otherworld to protect it from the fire, which poses a complication. Okay. And Lysha has five hit points. And Lysha has five hit points. I think that actually covers everything. Hmm. Any questions? Why, Joe? Yeah, yeah why is probably <laughs> why? my main question. Look, I had I had a plot last time. I had a plot, mm-hmm. I promise. So what is the scene here? What are we, what is Thoras looking at? He's surrounded by five unicorns. The inside of his eyelids. He's yeah. unconscious. Yeah. No, he awakened. I'm, no, I'm, I'm awake, no. Yes, you have awakened. You've awakened. Alan the the baby is in the crater. Mm. Somebody just told the red caps not to smash the baby because they kind of wanted to. I think it was Lysha. Or my Me and I held up the purple inv- the purple That's flower. That's right. That's right. You invitation. You, uh, mm-hmm. Leveraged the invitation and had to roll an intimidation check. Fine, we won't kill the baby. I was just gonna stop it, little Harry. But now you have the letter from the big boss. Sure, you're so important. Fine, fine, whatever. Um. <laughs> So, I love their voices. <laughs> so the Seely Court fairies have disappeared, right? Because I tried to start a fight between them just to see what would happen. Yes, you, you went full <laughs> West Side Story and tried to stir up some <laughs> some trouble. Gang war, yeah. straight gang war. Yeah. So we have a standoff. The baby's in the crater. There's two opposing groups of fairies on both sides, and then you guys are scattered around with the unicorns. And you don't know how to get to the the elven city you are going to travel to. What do you do? Thoras will walk over to the baby and pick it up out of the crater okay. of Ash. You have the bearded baby who looks bruised and a little bit, again, one eye's bigger than the other. And one of them's a, it's like a little bit watery and odd. Be careful with that thing, Thoras. <laughs> it, it belts fire at me. It's dangerous. You are the ugliest is correct the seen. bear still around yes um <laughs> yeah he's, he's next to you but he's bear bear i'm, I'm gonna b- turn him into a bear go ahead how hard is it to tame a bear just out of curiosity i mean i can speak with animals can you tell him to be my mount <laughs> <laughs> i uh <laughs> no <laughs> what's your, what's your I animal don't know handling like? What the customs of the druids of the circle of ass wiping are? I just want to know if I could ride a bear into battle gloriously. When he's a bear now, what is? What is he? I'm like, well, I'm gonna try and remind him that he's a druid. Right, you, you talk to Korak and see how you go. If all else fails, let me know, uh, and I'll put some reins on him or something. <laughs> Listen, uh... it'll, look, it'll look fantastic when uh, I ride into battle on Korak. I'm just saying. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna cast 
uh, now that I am no longer enraged, mm-hmm. uh, speak mm-hmm. with, well, first I'm going to try and speak with Korak, because I don't know that he doesn't think that he's human. Mm-hmm. Or humanoid. Right. Um, so I'd say, Korak, if the battle is over, you can return. We need you. again? Last time I did this, he laughed at me, but I'm going to cast Speak with Animals. Okay. Uh, and attempt to speak with Korak the bear. Uh, yep, bear here. How can I help you? <laughs> Korak? But bear. No, Korak. Your bear. name is Korak. <laughs> Roll a persuasion you check. Are... Oh, God. <laughs> uh, I'm not the most persuasive, but we'll try. Did that ca- carry over? No? Nope. Bear. Oh, God. Damn it. Eight. Nope. Nope. Bear. Um, mm. Bear, would you like to accompany us to a special village filled with tasty treats? He snuffles around. Sorry, what? I was still a bear for a moment. No, I said, a picnic basket. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Aaron Vol, let's have a picnic. Uh, <laughs> snuffles around, sniffs at the very confused river dwarf who's hiding behind a rock and just sort of wide-eyed looking around at everything. Uh, growls at the red cap standing Beside him. Hmm, this place is kind of bad. It smells yes, like this... burning. This place is bad, but we can go to a place where it's not burning. Would you like to come with us? <laughs> yep. Excellent. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, she's gonna try and, you know, like, oh shit, Lysha's is like a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I'll eat the bear. I, okay. I don't have it. I'm not gonna feed you the bear. I was gonna try and get like some beef jerky for the bear or something, or b- bird jerky, whatever the heck we have. But I don't have any of those things because I don't eat meat. So bears don't just eat meat, right? Yeah, they're omnivores. I don't have honey, <laughs> but I'll look for some tasty fruits in my satchel. Maybe some dried fruit. And see All if right. the bear wants it. Toss, toss some to it. Korak the bear is uh, inclined to join you to get some food because this place seems pretty dangerous. All right. Bear acquired. Um, mm-hmm. What Plus are the unicorns? What, what, what of them? The you unicorns? Uh, they are... They're going to... Since Thoras now has the child, they are surrounding Thoras. This is uh, the, essentially the plot of the Mandalorian we have copied. By yes, <laughs> yes. Or right. I don't think those unicorns are all that pleased with your. Uh, are you abducting this child? I'm not really sure. Uh, Thoras is just protecting the weak. Uh, a small ashy holy crater is no place for a child. Right. Well, I don't know if the unicorns want you to. Wait, Josh, were you speaking to the? Uh... Were you speaking to uh, the unicorns before? Unicorns! I was, yeah. Yes. Uh, the voices answer you in your head. Yes, large, smelly one. 
So does this work? Do I just think and you can hear Thoras? Yes. Meet, 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 meet. We're not going to no. beer. Blum, is that you? What? Thoras, what? Hmm? Ah, no, only the, the one child. Time. Never mind. The, the child. The child. Yes. What, what? What? I got can that you, reference. Can you? Can you fix him? Hmm. Not here. We must depart this place. The firmament itself is sealing around the wound in the ley lines, and our healing magic is preventing. Hmm. I think it's best if you take the child. It's not. It's not wise to trust him around Alan. He's a little bit weird. They. Alan, all five of the unicorns, like, you don't hear any of this. They all just turn to look at you and then turn back to Thoras. Yes. <laughs> Thoras, <clears throat> what are you telling the unicorns about me? What? what? Nothing. I can tell you're talking to the unicorns. You're mouthing every word you're saying. No. You, you, can't, <laughs> you can't speak with your mouth shut. No. You, you don't no. possess the brain power. Do you want the child? <laughs> 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 Who are you talking to, Thoras? <laughs> what? Mm. Thoras. Have you ever looked after a young child before? No. Well, he seems pretty dangerous. Why don't we just give him back to the unicorns? The unicorns, Alan, the, 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 the grown-ups are speaking. I'm sorry, Thoras, gonna... did you just call yourself a grown-up? I'm going to turn away from Alan. <laughs> Thoras, there's no way we're bringing a kid with us, right? I don't... I mean, we've neglected Olika every episode of all yeah. these arts. I don't know how we're supposed <laughs> to take another Hello, I'm still here. Not, yeah. not, not planning on bringing the child. I'm trying to persuade the sidekick. Don't you still love me? Uh, I can still speak yeah. to the bear, right? Bear, will you allow this river dwarf to ride you? Hello, I can talk to rivers. <laughs> <laughs> Jen, uh, yep. I'm just going to try and lift Alaka up and place him up on the bear. This is amazing. I've never done this before. Yes, let's focus on that. Is yes, it safe? Let's, let's combine our extra NPC characters. <laughs> just stack Make them, it easier stack. to manage. <laughs> <laughs> and now, Alaka, carry the child. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes, unicorns, I think it's best if you take this child away. Now, in ancient Goliath lore, I was told that the unicorns are a proud species, uh, good in a lot of ways. Is that true? Because <laughs> they're totally going to tell you if they're bad. All of it. Well, they're neutral I, good. <laughs> I trust you. Yeah, have the child. All right, Thoras hands the child over to the unicorns who kind of look at each other for a moment as if they hadn't really thought this part through. How exactly are they going to take <laughs> well, custody? I'm going to, I'm going to have, take the beard. Thumbs. I'm going to take the beard and tie it around the unicorn's neck. <laughs> How the hell will they untie it? Ah, okay, I'll undo that. And <laughs> I'm going to take my, what was once my space silk suit uh, made of uh, space silk, 
and is now grass, I'm going yes. to rip it off and mm. harness it into like a bundle and also use my expert textile skills that I've mm. developed. The Goliaths mm. are famous for those. Uh, yeah. and try and fashion a sort of weave or basket to wrap the child in and over mm. the unicorn's head. Nice. Okay. To be clear, yeah. are, are you naked now? No. <laughs> okay. what, what you, you said you on? were going to rip off your uh, suit, so I just... I believe Curious. in the whole Jolans, the term is sky-clad. Yeah, right, I'm, excuse me, are you sky-clad now? I have my loincloth as, as I usually did. Mm. You were wearing that under your suit, I see. There's yeah. nothing out of the ordinary yes. here. Yes. What, what do I need to roll to... Weave a basket. Uh, given unless you have a specific tool proficiency, let's call it sleight of hand. I have a horn. Oh well, then you're yeah, all that'll set. Help. <laughs> 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 I'm not long. Okay. Oh dear. Oh god, the baby's gonna <laughs> fall immediately what, through what the bottom of your weave shift basket. Actually, has positive modifiers to sleight of hand. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay, so wait, is this like is this wait a minute, is this like Zoolander where he tries to pull his underwear off while keeping his clothes on? Like is that I, I don't know, but I don't know. That would be a more appropriate sleight of hand check, I feel. Who knows? So you you, you tie this it, it's like it wraps around the kid like like one of those swings, right? So the kid can sit mm -hmm. in it and it wraps around the neck of the unicorn and that's all great. And uh, you set the little one in there. And the unicorns go, Yes, and now we shall depart through roads unknown to you, mortal kind, to a far, safe, mystical, sylvan glen, where no harm shall befall the child. And yeah. the child immediately inverts in the satchel and is dangling by its ankles with its face just dragging on the ground. They haven't taken off yet, but... Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run after the unicorn and try and fix what... Thoras is shittily created. <laughs> and they all fade as they cast teleport with the magic of their horns, and poof! They're gone. Mm. You think they might well, be giving us a lift? You're gonna have a brain-damaged baby. Yeah. Thoras, I don't think you are very good at weaving. <laughs> Please don't do that again. <laughs> Thoras is excellent at weaving. Best in the village. Thoras, the baby fell that on its head. That doesn't for your village. Goliath's not known for their crafting. But yeah, apparently so. <laughs> best in the village, though. I'm going to wander over to the Redcaps, and uh, after we've had this skirmish with the unicorns. Well, I'm sure that's the last we'll see of that child. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely, definitely <laughs> not a uh, plot device. For sure, we'll never, never reappear. Yep. I'm sure it will never have happened upon us again. No possible consequences. Yep. Um, you can assume, chat, uh, because of Eren's extreme vanity that if his ears are removed for whatever reason, um, they've probably been put back after any period of time because he wouldn't want to be around without them on. Especially yeah, if they're in a place he can retrieve them. The ears stay on during. Uh, That's it. <laughs> Bye to right. ears, baby. So who was walking over to the Redcaps? Alan. Alan's going to wander, not wander, he's going to regally glide over to the red caps, mm. trying to draw himself up as large as he can. He's in their direction. Just yeah. remind me, because I'm trying to remember here. Now, yes. I, I sort of remember something about, like, obviously when we were in the Court of Stars, I was able to get my hair back, and so was Alan. Yes. But no. then wasn't there an explosion that burned all our hair and our eyebrows off? Or am I remembering that incorrectly? No, I think... Follicle status has been normalized for all party members. Yeah, I think we're good. Follicle status. There were a couple of more wild surges due to the presence of one Tiberius Wanderstave, uh, but 
I think the the major fallout was the magical star suit got turned into grass. Oh yeah, rip. It's actually really bad for Thoras cuz he that was his way to look presentable. Mhm. Well, good thing we're going to a Holdra village where we can make you look well, skyclad covered in grass would actually help your chances of impressing people. Well, I'm too late. He used it to weave a very bad basket. Uh, and Alan, as you're walking over to the Red Caps, they are mm-hmm. merrily reenacting the baby dangling by its feet. One of them has the, another one by its ankles, and it's dragging it face first along the ground. <laughs> I I'm gonna yeah, wonder over. As I wander over, I'm going to cast Minor Illusion uh, of, mm. a, of a thunderclap. And I'm going to announce in my most booming bard voice. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, there we go. And I'll, I'll kind of stride over and say, Dribbly little red caps, the Lady Rowan has instructed us to, uh, to, to use you to enter the other realm. You will guide us towards, and whatever the fucking name of the elf place was. <laughs> okay, roll an intimidation check. In the Fomar Woods, right? You're in the Fomar Woods. The, the oh, settlement really? was called Lunasa. Oh, it's a nat 20, baby. Oh my god. I'm the most intimidating wow. human being they've ever seen. And they stop. Just... What is the name of the of the place again? Lunasa. 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 Snap two. Get, arrange yourselves in front of me in some kind of reasonable formation, you horrible little munchkins. <laughs> no, not like that, you idiot. You're standing on the crater. This isn't going to work at all. <laughs> Right. Excellent. I'm going to position myself in front of them as well at the diagonal. Mm-hmm. You messy little redcaps uh, have just appeared here in front of us, and thankfully the Lady Rowan has a mission for you as well. We need to get to Lunasa, and you are going to be our guides. The pixies, you managed to piss off, and they've transported themselves away or gone invisible or something. So I, you, know, you... I know how to get there. Yes, well, uh, the, the red caps will also be helpful, I'm sure. Alan, your authority has been undermined. Roll another intimidation <laughs> check, but with advantage for that natural 20. Another nat 20. Another nat 20. <laughs> what the what? fuck? Intimidation. Of Don't get any ideas, you little fucks. Don't ever undermine, <laughs> undermine me like she did. She's earned it. She deserves it. You will not speak unless spoken to. You will stand Aww. in the line and you will guide us into the other realm. Nicest oh, thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> and two of them start kicking the crap out of the guy who just talked for daring <laughs> to speak <laughs> with their metal trod boots. Ah, ah. No, please, not like this. <laughs> Have mercy on him. Give, let him, let him stand. Let him stand. Uh, Actually, give him another few kicks and then let him stand. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, I, I, uh, I must confer with my captain before we, we continue. Stay exactly where you are and continue looking at the big man. Oh, I'm going to point to Thoras. Okay, they continue As to I, look. I'm going to walk over to Lysha mm-hmm. because she knows, presumably, 
the, like the location because she was just <laughs> talking about it. Alan, you've never acknowledged me as our leader before. That's so kind of you. Yeah, you're like one tier below me, but that's okay. <laughs> that's fine. That's, um, uh, do you know where this Lunasa place is? I do. I know precisely where it was, and presumably it should be directly across the plane in the same spot. Okay. And you're uh, aware of how to get into the other realm? I'm aware of how to get myself there. Hmm. Okay, well, we should probably keep the red caps with us then. I certainly don't think it would hurt, though it might anger the pixies, which are currently invisible and may well be following us. Well, they don't seem to be nearly as scary as the ones that are currently being subjugated by Alan. By the way, the, the least imposing dictator I've ever set eyes on. <laughs> um, the ones currently being subjugated by Alan can be pretty easily dominated by waving around your purple invitation. So, I disagree. Is that a euphemism? Shut up, Red Caps. <laughs> oh, I'm confused. Do we, we just need to find pixies? We should probably leave. I know I need to rest, and I would love to do it in Lunasa, any place that looks remotely like home, which isn't burnt, would be. Yeah, I bet well, you'd love to do it in Lunasa. That wasn't even all. I like these red yeah. caps. Yo, stick with me, guys. You'll be fine. <laughs> oh, okay. If either you or they know where to go, let's set off. I mean, I can't. Can I ride the bear? Can I attempt to climb onto the bear's back with uh, Olika? You may certainly try. Uh, do you have handle animal? Uh, animal handling, however it's uh, fit these days. No, well, let's let's just see. I want, yeah, no, like yeah. I mean, yeah, you can still I, make I, a I check do. one way or another. Yeah. Nice. Oh, there we go. Right. Do you have advantage right now? Is advantage turned on? No, for I, I hit it twice because it was delayed and when it came up. So. All right. Well, we'll t we'll take the first one, which will work out for you. All right. Come back to war. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Red caps, get get in front. I don't want you at our backs, you pesky little blighters. That's probably smart. Yeah. I and if you're backs, no, that we don't want them at our backs. Mm. Sure did, and we we already know the way. So if you mm -hmm. decide to lead us in the wrong direction, we will kill you very slowly. Look at what I did to this guy previously, and I'm going to rip one of Aaron's ears off. <laughs> Yes, this and more will come to you. You're the other one. <laughs> I take the other one off. <laughs> <laughs> Do not hold my ears so close to these. I give them back to Aaron with this. Do I need to adjust my gain? Am I blowing you guys out there? No, um, I mean it was that was a good woo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what and with that, you? the party is going to head out. Through the completely ashen, barren wastes for, what did I say, like five miles, ten miles, uh, for a brief travel montage. And again, this area is the only thing that survived. I haven't done the math on how wide the wall of fire would be, but that's just where the actual wall of fire was, let alone the heat radiating off of this like hundred foot inferno that rendered everything nearby. So as you go farther and farther out... At first, it's just dust, just clouds of ash, and your mouth dries up as you're walking through. You have to cover your faces with something, or it just gets into every single, and it burns. Uh, and then as you go, you start to see these haunting 
pale white and burned to a crisp trees like skeletons like bones scattered across some of them have just little lumps and then as you go further and further they, you start to see more of these old bones of these trees but none of the undergrowth has survived and none of the wildlife in anywhere near has survived and this goes on for miles and miles who here is proficient in survival Ooh, oh maybe me? i am ross great okay, not, not me all right well let's just have everyone make a check anyways half proficiency basically whenever i say is anyone proficient the bard can always say yes okay you managed to travel over the ashen wasteland um toughing it out everyone roll a constitution save as well you got pretty good on your survival there's no water to be found anywhere like anywhere in the vicinity natural 20 very nice all right 23 23 15 18 oh i see what's happening sorry yeah, yeah i'm clicking it twice unnecessarily that would do it the old the old double click okay so you make your way through the two and, and when you arrive where lunasa should be all you see is just more clouds of smoke and ash carried up the visibility out here is awful you can't go more than a few feet without getting another just cloud everybody roll a perception check for me oh. <laughs> 26 that one Okay, so, so Aaron are just like accidentally walking into the dirt, <laughs> bonk, bonk into each other. Aaron's got some like stinging ash in his eyes, and he's just, oh, fuck. just Lysha, rubbing more ash into his eyes. <laughs> fuck. Uh, ash and Josh. I said ash because I meant Lysha, but I've got ash and smoke on the brain. It's all right, that's, happens. That's yeah, the scene. Um. The two of you see almost in, in the rolling clouds of smoke and ash, you see glimmers of a, of a verdant city built up in the boughs of this tree with this rich sort of reddish hue, living wood and great golden orange and red leaves the size of my arm span and just this whole city built up along these massive living trees, but it keeps vanishing, like as the ash clouds themselves part. You can see it through the haze, but when the haze clears, it's gone. I'm assuming that's it then, Lysha? Ah, uh, yes, and presumably it looks this way because it's in the Fey. Ah, mm. I've heard about this. It's like when you're you're in the desert and the thing that you want will flash before your eyes and then it disappears. It's not a mirage. I don't see any beer or meat. <laughs> Oh yeah, we're oh. very far away right now. You know, well, you're unlikely to find much meat, even where we're going. But beer. Anyway, unless we kill this bear and eat it, and slap the bear on the flank. Hey, this is my trusty steed, Alan. Alan, <laughs> this bear is human. Humanoid. Uh, humanoid. It, uh, I mean, got four paws. Funny uh, it is currently, human. it is currently, um, you know, carrying me into the fray. So. It also doesn't seem to be obeying the normal laws of druid lore, wherein if we did cut pieces off of him to eat them, he would revert into his normal form. So, so it's I all literally was part of a party that once was it you guys who once asked if you could cut my spider legs off and eat them? Yeah, I don't, yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds right. It sounds right. 
as a food source, like a regenerative food food yeah. source. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would probably pretty, rule pretty, that pretty since, smart. since you revert to your Holdra form after shapeshifting, I'd rule that any pieces of you do not linger behind but vanish. Mm. Now, Hydra burgers, on the other hand, because Hydras regenerate, that's a completely legitimate option. Uh, so, businesses set up where that's a thing? <laughs> yeah, well, not anywhere nearby. They haven't invented franchising in it yet. Right, well, okay. If it's there but not there, how are we supposed to... Like, I don't even want to deal with these riddles. Just get, get me inside. Get me inside. Uh, the red caps will do it. One, you little munchkins. Yeah, we'll do it. Can, you can see that ahead of us, can't you? Yeah, like totally. Your, your czar commands you. Fools! <laughs> all right, boys, ready? Ready? Yeah! They all run forward and run right through the cloud and then just stop on the other side. <laughs> kind of weird. What are, you, what are you doing? Maybe, okay, let's go this way. Everyone, all right, line up, line up. They run forward towards another ass where the city appears. I'm still in. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's, uh. <laughs> I'm gonna do all my intros like this from now on. <laughs> uh, yeah, they just keep chasing from ash cloud to ash cloud. Yeah, normally this works. Come here, you silly buggers. Right. Come here and line up again. Uh, 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 they all line up in front of you. Are you telling me that normally, in order to transform from plane to plane of different dimensions, you you simply you run at clouds? It was his idea. They kicked the guy who they've just been kicking the crap out of. Uh, he's now bloodied. <laughs> While all this is happening, yes, Lysh is going to start preparing the ritual. Not the casting, the ritual for divination to see if she can find presumably what would be a portal or door nearby that would allow them into the other world. All right. That is going to take 10 minutes. Step like, back, what? everybody. Thoras has got this. Thoras is going to step forward and shout, Hear me, Faye! It is I! Thoras, Giant's Bane! And I call upon you to let us in, please. Mm, you're not looking for the Fae. Thoras, uh, I have an idea. Attach yourself to the spear and throw it at this city. The spear you'll is still on cooldown. You'll cool get down. there so quick, you won't have a chance to run away from it. <laughs> the spear doesn't have any, uh, uh, any uh, oh. power. He no, may have been joking, Thoras. He may have been joking. So, stranger things have happened. For us, lights appear fluttering on the ground, surrounding your legs in shades of uh, sort of teals and blues, and they flicker and they float, mm. and they surround him. All, all these little clouds of light, and they just circle around him. And as they engulf him in his aura, you hear a, <laughs> and the yes! lights vanish. That would be the pixies. What happened? The pixies fucked with you. They're not here? Wait, where am I? What happened? I thought it was gonna work. Red caps, what what was this? What happened? Um, Fuckery. 
<laughs> this is a Pixies. Can I sprout a tentacle in rage? Yes, you can. And swing it wildly, searching for the Pixies that are invisible. Okay, roll an attack. In a circle. With disadvantage. <laughs> what am I rolling? Helicopter uh, tentacle action. Um, just roll a normal axe attack for the time being. Okay. With advantage. Or no, with disadvantage. The opposite of advantage. Mm-hmm. An 11 and a 12. It just... So he... Now, do you sprout a tentacle or does your arm like... The way I'm picturing this is... Has anyone... Have you played Bloodborne? I have no. seen people play. You know, uh, there's a there's a boss called Mikalash who sprouts essentially a bunch of tentacles out of his face to attack you. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I'm thinking out of my chest. Okay. Just a... Like a almost like a Cthulhu My one flesh type in. thing, mm-hmm. like a bunch of tentacles just come out, and that's what grapples people. That's what it would have been as I start screaming and baring my chest. Mm-hmm. That's what comes out of my chest as I walk around in a circle. Okay, everybody, that happens. Ritual forgotten. <laughs> Lysha <laughs> charges Thorax. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a bear. No, what no, have no. you done? No! <laughs> Nothing? Okay, so here's what we're going to do. I'm going to move us because, you know, I'm just going to move us, like, down here uh, to represent the fact that you're still in an ashen fucking wasteland. <laughs> and we can get rid of this poor Terranimbus corpse. He's gone. Uh, so, let's see. Ooh, they're all fucking... Here, you're over here, you're over here, demanding access to the city, you're over here, you're over here, great. Okay. Has the tentacle disappeared after this, or is it still hanging out of his chest? Your call, Bren. Um, it's disappeared. She's just using it to try and search for the picture. So it's still there? No, it disappeared. It's disappeared. And it retracts. Oh, gotcha. What have you done? What? Yeah, what the fuck is that? What foul deal have you made with the One Flesh? I, what is the One Flesh? Do not lie to me. All right, there's literally a tentacle coming out of your chest, bro. Like, I don't, know, I don't know what the detect, physiology uh, of Goliath is, but I don't think this is standard. Anyone detect lies here? Anyone? <laughs> Just generally, no, humans no. can, yes. Doris, there's no recollection of what... Thoras does not know what you're talking about. Thoras does not know what the one flesh is. Thoras only felt like he could maybe find the pixies by reaching out and thinking about things. All right, fuck you. I'm going to cast hideous laughter on him and I'm going to try and <laughs> try and knock him prone so what? that we can do some investigation of his chest. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nah, would this I'm... be an insight check if I think he, to see if I think he's telling the truth? Uh, I will just go ahead and tell you that you cannot detect any subterfuge or subtlety or, you know, much of brain activity in general uh, in that <laughs> direction. So as far as you can tell, he's being earnest. And Alan casts hideous laughter. Roll a wisdom uh, saving throw. Uh, wisdom me? 17, Brent. Yeah, you gotta he, beat he's it. hosing you down with it. Fuck! <laughs> the three. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cast that on him. I say, yes, very funny for us. <laughs> <laughs> now hit, hit the deck, bitch. We're gonna explore <laughs> your chest. And I'm gonna get on top of him and I'm gonna, he only has a loincloth, right? Yeah. Yep. So it's his bare chest anyway. You've mounted so just, a man in a loincloth. <laughs> I'm gonna mount the man in the loincloth and I'm gonna try and palpate his chest to try and find where this tentacle came from. Lysha, come and help me. He's got some weird beast inside of him, clearly. <laughs> okay, I need you to do two things, Josh. I need you to, one, roll a medicine check. Okay. You are tickling me! <laughs> 13 medicine. All right, as far as you can tell, his chest seems, one, very well-toned, and two, doesn't have any weird hinges or holes or unusual movement beneath the surface. The second thing I need you to do is to draw a 30-sub act of God from the deck and... Oh no! Lap it on down on the board. One. We have like five hit points each. Okay. What does that say? Wind at your back Ooh. for just a brief moment. You move as swift as the wind, mm. while I'm on top of a Goliath. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So suddenly the wind changes, uh, and you, I believe, are gifted with haste. Mmm. Okay. That's pretty nice. Shame we're not fighting it. <laughs> yeah. That's a bit of a shame, but okay. What does that allow me to Listen, do? It could have been worse. two actions? Yay. I'm going to be real with you. There's plenty of opportunities. We've got a 40 active god and 50 active god. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah and so actually, it. Alan is now enemies with, I think, every sovereign and every deity in the, in the <laughs> deck. So. Yeah, that's true. I, I'm uh, also going to shout at this point for Erin to pass over the, um, if I, if my medicine check seems to feel like by palpating the chest that there's no abnormalities, mm -hmm. I'm going to shout, Erin, for God's sake, while he's tied down, get, get the dagger. You remember the relic, the dagger from Dotane's Rock? For yeah. once, Lysha is actually helping Alan. When you called over what for her help, she came and stood on Thoras's wrist. Yes, how do I know this bear will let me get back on it if I get off of it, Alan? This is serious. I say, in the bear doesn't matter. The bear's a bear. Leave uh, the bear. Aaron, uh, Aaron produces a very, lo looks like a broadsword, I think. It's obsidian, if I'm not mistaken, or at least mm -hmm. looks that way. And he, uh, he, he, he brings it over to Alan. And oh, my it. God. Are you going Listen, to... If you want to kill him, I could have just done it in, like, Mortal we're... Kombat. No! We're not going to kill him. We're not going to kill him. But we need to excise this demon. Now, are any of you good at, are any of you, have any of you ever done surgery before? I've only ever done some minor surgery. I think we should bring him to my people and they can help us exercise this. You, you want to let a piece of, of the one, you want to let a piece of the one flesh inside the, the other realm to the no, Aldra? You bring a very good point up. You bring up a very good point. You may have to boss. You should cut him open. Yeah, you should cut him open, boss. If none of you have ever done surgery before, pass me the knife. I'll do my best. Uh, <laughs> are any of you are any of you higher than plus three in medicine? Uh, I'm plus four. <laughs> okay, well then I would let you do it. I would know that you were slightly more skilled than I was. Do I sure want to do this? I don't I want to cut him open. Thoras. He, I am definitely not the strong moment. one here. Um, what exactly is your goal here, Alan? You want, what, a biopsy? It, it came out of his chest. We make a small incision in his chest and we peer inside. Get it's away not... from my chest! 
<laughs> I tickle him a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> I have an idea. If it is, in fact, a piece of the one here. flesh, cutting off a piece of skin should transform it back into the one flesh. Let us try. <laughs> very, very well. <laughs> I sit on his. I sit on his Elijah legs. Prepares to cut off his nipple. <laughs> no! no. Why is nipple? It's part Why of his it? chest, and it sticks no. out. He doesn't he's need not it. Use, yeah, he's not using it. Oh my god! Oh wow! Get away from Thor's <laughs> chest. Okay, I'm gonna rule that. Arranging this incredibly unsanitary operating space <laughs> yeah, right. uh, takes a round. Everyone, put yourselves where you'd be. The red caps, like they all sneak up. They're they're like creeping closer. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Chop that thing off. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna sit on his legs. Okay. Aaron, Lysha, go ahead and place yourselves where you'd want to be. I guess I'm. I don't want to be anywhere near this motherfucker. <laughs> but, uh... That checks out. And hideous laughter only lasts for one minute, so yes. we got to be fast. I don't want to maim my friend. But... I can't do anything in this time. I just have no, to sit here can. and take you this. Can. No, you can do something. That's why I was saying that it's going to take a round for like everyone to get into position. I think you get another uh, save, right? A new, yeah, roll a new wisdom saving throw. Just flat, no advantage, no disadvantage. I mean, I'm not breaking out of this, am I? I've got plus zero on my wisdom. I am breaking out. <laughs> okay, proceed with the nipplectomy. Whoa! I mean, you could have said, Brad, you no could have way. said that your arm just extended, which just seems like magic, but instead <laughs> you said it looked like a, a, a devilish boss from Dark Souls with multiple tentacles erupting from your chest. Get away from Thoris' nipples. What do you expect <laughs> us to do? Get away! Thoris has not done anything wrong. Gag him, Aaron! Gag him! Thoris has done nothing! Nothing! Just tell me what you did with the one flesh and we don't have to do this. Follow you fucking idiots. I never should have listened to Sid. Sid, where are you, you shit? (laughs) Oh my god. Lysha feels compelled to gag him with a sock. Okay. (laughs) He's incapacitated, so I think you succeed. Wait, uh, oh, this is so against Lysha's character, except she's been compelled by Levon to take out fragments of the one flesh, and this was a piece of the. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Roll a medicine check. What, what, didn't I summon Sin? Surely roll, I've said his name enough times. Roll 1d100 four times, Bren. Oh, fuck. <laughs> How do I type? What, uh, what are these going to do something? A 95 and a 99. Fuck off. Oh, what? Seriously. Yeah, and for the record, Alan, you just attacked his minion. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> Uh, knife very closely poised, pinching his nipple, ready to slice it. Please tell me Sin oh. comes into the scene with them sitting on me, gagging me with a sock whilst they're pointing Dotane's dagger at my chest. Please tell me that is the scene. I'm not pointing it at your chest. I have your nipple pinched uh, and I'm so about you know, to Dotane's slice it Dotane's dagger is, is not a knife by our standards. 
It's, it's like very a, large. It's a giant's knife. Yeah, it is like a long sword. Okay. Um, Can I even lift this thing? It's yeah, not, it's, it's, not, it's a it's long sword. sword. It's a one-handed. I, weapon. I would, I would hold his nipple up while you two-handed slice at it. If okay. you did, I'm gonna flex my pectorials <laughs> to stretch my nipples. Make sure the nipples are flush. Flex. You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 flex your pectorials. <laughs> <laughs> like Johnny Bravo. <laughs> um, oh, what is happening? Oh, mama. <laughs> Aaron, uh, right. First off, Bren, roll an athletics check. Aaron, draw a tier 40 act of God. An athletics check to... Like, oh my god, we haven't slept. <laughs> they are iron, ironclad. Uh... Aaron, draw and then play the act of God. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> Jesus. Fuck you for swinging your tentacle. <laughs> we uh, could all be sleeping right. now. Uh, the okay. Starless Markets, an ivy covered courtyard where Shadow Fay trade in lives. Oh, God. Not okay. nipples, lives. Okay. Mm. Um, yeah, one more thing. Okay. All right. Here's how we're going to do this. As he strains, just guffawing with laughter, but he strains to make himself as hard to maim as possible. And <laughs> as hard as possible. <laughs> and the red caps. Chop it off! Chop it off! Chop it off! Chop it off! The mm, mm-hmm. two things mm. happen. One, a pillar of fire descends from on high, manifesting itself in an, a very annoyed Ifrit, the herald of sin. Who manifests, and he looks around, he looks for Alan, and he just, like, his eyes burn with wrath as he looks at you, and then he looks at and sees everything else that's going on. What the fuck? (laughs) And at that moment, the red caps click their metal boots together, and... And the smoke clouds in which the city of Lunasa shines so brightly change and they grow dark. And the great tree vanishes. And in its place, in the shadows of the ash clouds, is an ivy-covered courtyard. Flagstones stretching in all directions. With It is a completely colorless scene it's all shades of it's all black white and shades of gray this crumbling marketplace with a fountain at its heart that is completely dry with no water shapes lurk in the corners and snippets of strange songs emanate from the balconies and the smoke clouds blow over all of you and suddenly does this feel more corporate are we i'm sorry uh you've been transported to the feywild You've been transported to the other world, um, and you are not in a good part of town. That scene that I just described, this dark courtyard, 
is now where you stand. The ash you were standing upon has been replaced with these cracked ancient flagstones. It is very, very cold. And as you look up, you see that galleries and causeways of this ruined ivy-colored covered city rise up in stacks and heaps all around you. And above them all is a pure black sky. Not a single star burns. Well, so much for our chance to rest. What the fuck? There are stars on my cloak. Those are the only stars anyone can see. Roll a wisdom saving throw, Thoras. <laughs> Not one. Wow. You're still laughing in the middle of this scene. <laughs> That's the saddest laughter. Okay. Uh, Thoras is laughing and still gagged and pinned. Uh, Lysha, we're gonna we're gonna go Lysha, then Alan, then Aaron. Lysha, what do you do? Sin, he is infected by the one flesh. And she begins to slice. <laughs> I'm not all the way off yet. You have a little cut right now. I'm going to say it takes me a little time to get through. You're, you you tensed, you know? Okay, roll. You just have a cut right now. Roll a medicine check. Oh, you, God. You need to beat a 25. Uh, I can't beat a 25. They My medicine an... modifier is plus four. So you need a natural 20. Okay. Let me put this aside. <laughs> clang, clang, clang. You draw blood. Like, his flesh is not literally stone. It is still flesh, and you do draw actually a lot of blood. But it's one of those, like, little cuts that's just a hell of a bleeder, you know? No real damage, but it looks awful. And as the blood just flows across Thoras's chest, he, one, takes a single point of damage, two, makes a new saving throw against the spell with advantage because he took damage, three, the blood is just this sort of dark grayish color because there is no color in this place whatsoever. Is that because we're here or is that because of the one flesh? Are you infected by the one flesh? <laughs> what is going on, Thoras? What's the DC? <laughs> He's still it's a DC 17, man. This is no running down his this. face into the gag as you attempt to slice off his nipple. <laughs> um. All right, Alan, what do you mm. do? You're back. How, where did you go? Why did you go? The you didn't the the unicorns run off with the kid. What did you do, mortal? What What do you mean? What to this exactly guy? did you do? To... Uh... Do you still I... have the wand? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't put it in my bag of holding, I just put it on my person, so I'm gonna pull out the wand again and I, I'm gonna... I just did this! And I'm gonna <laughs> shake it at the Afrit again. Do you have the Wand of Wonder on your D&D Beyond character sheet? If so, it should be clickable. If not, just roll No, I just have equipment. It just says equipment. Okay, well, I'll, just I'll fix that in post. Just roll a D100. 11. 11. Let's find out what an 11 does. Uh... <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to go... I, I just did this. It's just a baby rattle. Okay. 
as you point it towards him, it emits golden light. The only thing that isn't some hueless shade in this whole place. And you hear a chorus sing out. And an aura of power gathers around you. And it burns, making you shine like a beacon for all to see. As this might coalesces within you and streaks forward... Casting your shadow out, standing like a titan above this Afrit, whose light is in fire, is eclipsed by this burst of glory that emanates from you. Uh, yeah, that's not going to attract any fae. <laughs> well, actually, here's the thing. None of you see anything. All you see is Alan's face just go... <laughs> he is stunned and believes something awesome just happened. <laughs> that, that, that is what it says on, on the wall. So I'm like, well, I only did this. <laughs> oh! Yes! <laughs> All the red caps look Lost at you. Mind. They look at the Afrit. They look at you. They look at the Afrit. They started to give each other a shrug. Aaron, what do you do? Once again, the everyman just... <sighs> <laughs> Uh, Aaron is going to remove Thoras's gag first. Okay. Uh, and then he is going to, obviously being aware that there has been a significant change in surrounds, he is going to now try and see if there is uh, any threats or he's going to look around. Like, what the hell's okay. going on? He's trying to see if there's, you know, where, where these, these fairies are. He didn't know what just happened. Roll a perception check. Eight. Okay. Uh, it's a little hard to see anything or make anything out and honestly you feel cold and isolated and alone everyone's around you but something feels very wrong it's that primal fear that you get when you walk out beyond the boundary of the village at night and there's mm. strange sounds and you can't see a single fire or hearth anymore and you're completely and utterly alone it is disconcerting something feels wrong it feels wrong in your very bones you hear voices calling out to each other and their sounds echoes across various ivy covered pillars of this courtyard this broken down ancient marketplace and they sing to each other in voices that call and respond little lines here and there what languages do you speak Right. Um, can I ask the the red caps what is going on or where we are? Okay. <laughs> they give. What you... languages do you? Speak? Yeah. But what what languages do you speak? Real quick. PC is. Come back to me. Give me a sec. I'm just having some weird lag with my PC. Yeah. No worries. Uh, the red caps. Whose caps are more like, you know, sort of grayish caps at this point. Are gathering around each other, sort of like, appear bigger than they are into, you know, as a show of force, sort of shoulder to shoulder, back to back. I don't know what you maniacs did, but we just ended up in the Starless Market. Starless what? 
Watch your back. Thoras, roll a saving throw against the spell. Not with advantage, because you didn't take damage since last time. No. Come on. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Uh. All right. And uh, last but not least, let's just go ahead and have you draw our 50 sub act of God, and then we'll be all caught up. Me? Yep. Oh, well, let's see what Elisha like have it, since you already, you know, attracted the attention of a sovereign, which is like a mini act of God. Oh, it's bad. <laughs> oh, my God. What have you done? It's the same thing. It's really bad. Oh, Brennan. Wait. Which one is it? Oh, no. Dark crossing. Dark briars and fairy laughter, grim flowers and strange meadows. I swear I shuffled these. Um, I'm looking at Aaron's character sheet. He speaks common and celestial. Okay, well, he doesn't have any clue what's being said. Okay. As you try to laugh, the Afrit... Mortal, the sovereigns tire of your constant request for intercession. What has happened? This one doesn't seem to be in any state to respond. Uh, am I next? Uh, he's talking to Bren, who's, you know, howling with laughter. (laughs) What? (laughs) Uh, the Thoras special. Okay, with that... The red caps suddenly drop to the floor and bow. From at the heart of the courtyard, as I said, is this great, huge stone fountain, completely dry, no water in it whatsoever. Standing In the shadow that it casts from no visible light source, a figure appears, eight feet tall, clad in a flowing black dress. Her hair streams back pale and ghostly. Her arms stretch almost all the way down from, again, eight feet tall, almost all the way down to her her shins. They are unnaturally long. Like the top part from from here is roughly, you know, the forearms are roughly normal. But then as it goes down, the arms just extend outwards. And her fingers are these long, pale, glowing claws. She floats above the ground, surrounded by wisps of mist that seem to buoy her above the earth. And a pale, glowing ephemeral crown floats a few inches above her heads as above her head as she drifts across the courtyard towards you would i recognize this figure at all uh nature arcana nature or arcana nature it is 24 ah this is flamnach korkry the lady rowan Arc Fay of the Unseelie Court. 
The one who my people have a bad history with? Yeah. Not the one getting married. Correct. But the one who invited us. Correct. Well, Laisha was about to stop what she was doing anyway at the sight of all of the blood that she had drawn from Thoras and realizing mm. that this is her party member. Reasonable. Um, and because uh, this woman has arrived, she's now doubly motivated to cease trying to cut off Thoras's nipple. Um, <laughs> so uh, still, still got a bone to pick with you, Thoras. We're gonna we're gonna have this out because one flesh is a bad thing. Um, what that is? <laughs> but uh, she would. Um, well, I don't have a sheath for this giant sword dagger because I, I wasn't carrying it. Carry it, yeah. Um, but upon seeing all the red caps bow. And knowing the position she's in, despite her people's history, she would probably um, take a knee herself and uh, look sharply at her party mates, suggesting they do the same. Alika, she knows, is on a bear, so that may be less doable. I'm on a bear. Um, And kind of hiss, it's Rowan, Lady Rowan. Alan. Um, she has the, Sorry. you know, sword still in her hand, but it's on the mm-hmm. ground, you know, not, it doesn't look threatening, but it's, she's not letting go of it. Okay. Alan, what do you do? Um, Alan notices the Lady Rowan, uh, and is going to, uh, with, with a large, with a large display, leap up from what he was previously doing. Which Don't was... you still believe you have yourself like projected in a giant? I'm just curious. No, because I think that was a, a thing that was short lasting, wasn't it? Yeah, it lasted for one round. Okay. And and then afterwards, you know, after you you unleashed what felt for a moment like the power of dawn magic, and then nothing happened. Yeah, I just kind of shake myself a little bit, and I look at the rattle, and I'm I'm gonna, you know, look over it. The the uh, freety, and and kind of put the put the rattle oh. away again, and then I'm going to uh, kind of look over at Lady Rowan and 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 bow very very deeply, putting my butt right in in Thoris's <laughs> face as he's on the floor, <laughs> lying, lying almost prostrate, with my my ass completely on his face. <laughs> okay. So the day Alan sat on Thoris's face, got it. Yep. yep, and that's the episode title. That's what that's what the vod's gonna be called on YouTube. All right, cool. You're on my face right now. Yeah, and I'm still trying to maintain concentration on the spell, but nobody here is grappling me. I'm just prone laughing. Correct. While the spell lasts, you are incapacitated. We are not holding you down. Oh my god. Ah. Oh. If you attack this woman, please, I will end you. And she will. Um, <laughs> you know, it does... Just curious. The incapacitated condition says that you cannot take uh, actions or reactions. It doesn't say you can't move. 
but you fall prone and unable to stand up for the duration. So you can crawl yeah. at half your speed if you're not being grappled. Uh, we are going to go to Aaron first, and then back to you and the Afrit. <laughs> Fighting would be an action chat. Uh, Aaron, <laughs> what do you do? Uh, well, I mean, I mean, he is likely to say who it was, right? So mm-hmm. uh, I think uh, probably look at her meaningfully and look at the dagger, and in, in a way that's like, yo, just be ready to stick it inside this uh, crazy uh, fairy thing if we need to. I guess he takes a knee. He finds the the idea honestly, all the kind of unpleasant, really. But he's also like, well, she looks she's bigger than me, so you know, rules of the rules of the arena and all that. So, right. Yeah, he takes a knee. Okay. Thoras, uh, do you want to roll your saving throw first, or did you have something else in mind? Is there a point? <laughs> Aww. Oh, there, 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 there is not. How many rounds has it been? Like four rounds. I feel like it's been more than that. Maybe not. We've we've gone around in circles about four times, and I'm doing one reasonable. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Thoras. Okay. The Ifrit seems about to admonish you in some way, or take some sort of action. But as the Lady Rowan enters the scene, he pauses to gauge his uh, options. Uh, yeah, he's he's not going to do anything just yet. He's He's a minion of the Sovereigns, but he's not the Sovereigns himself. He's going to... Hold his tongue and give a respectful, you know, nod. Not a not a bow, not a knee, but the, you know, okay, all right, I see you. I know, I know what's up. Okay. <clears throat> and who drew that card? Thoras. Um, okay. She glances over at Thoras and make with one of her like bizarre elongated hands. Makes a unraveling gesture. And Alan, you feel the magic of the spell binding Thoras just completely dissolve and come undone. Just pulled mm. apart at the seams as the effect ends. I would immediately go into a rage. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, god. <laughs> That's a bonus action. And what do you do with your action? I'm going to get Alan off of me. Okay. Roll an opposed athletics check. (sighs) This is my last rage. Wow. I get advantage of it as well. I think episode three is haunted. (laughs) Episode three was the whole thing at the bridge where it ended with everybody about to nuke each other back in in arc one. Episode three is haunted. Uh, Episode 3 is constant PvP. <laughs> Alan, roll an athletics check. <clears throat> Come on! I am so athletic right now. Incredibly athletic. Oh, the power of ass to face cannot be denied. <laughs> wow. Oh my god. 
This does not make any sense. Such an advantage. The giant cannot displace the bard. It's just positioning, you know? It's all about leverage. It's not about... Exactly. Physics. About leverage. So that was attack number one. <laughs> <laughs> well, get, my ass... I, I just... Basically, as he tries to sit up, I just push my ass even further down into his face. <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck off. <laughs> just fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> I need to go again? Yes. Oh, I only got okay. a 16 this time. I was going to lose it. I was going to absolutely <sighs> lose my shit. All right. Uh, ass is removed from face. Okay. In what uh, manner? Much... What do you do to me? I mean, I, I'm in a kind of precarious position. I'm bowing. I'm off, mm. off kills for a bit. I mean, what, you just headbutting my ass? <laughs> just sheer rage just ripping you off of my face. And um, I'm going to run away. <laughs> I'm actually just rage. Run. I'm gonna run away. I'm gonna run away. Okay. Thoros mm. starts running off. Hmm. For right now, I'm preoccupied with the Lady Rowan, and I'm gonna let him. Okay. Uh, Lysha, what do you do? What's the name of the town we were trying to go to again? Lunasa. Lun Lun Lunasa, not Lunesta, which is a drug. Um, <laughs> my lady Rowan, we came seeking Lunasa and have clearly lost our way. We mean to take you up on your invitation, but Ed, we know it is not yet time. Can you point us in the correct direction? Oh, Lunasa's a very, very, very long way away from here. And it's just full of, well, they're scared and they're frightened and they've had such a rough time. Why don't you come be my guests instead? Much as we wish to be your guests, we wish first to bring you appropriate gifts. And not all of my party are prepared to do so. Oh, I have no Lunasa need for gifts. Would you... I'm not getting married. Please, I must ensure that my people persist. There are delights within my kingdom that any fairy queen would kill to have. Dine at my table, sleep in my chambers, enjoy the hospitality of my court. <laughs> you wish for me to be a bridge between your people and mine. I must first confer with my people, please. Mm, roll persuasion. All right, just quickly, is this the Lady Rowan? Yes. No, I'm not persuasive. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't say anything. But you feel a terrible chill run down your spine. Alan, what do you do? Uh, excuse me, my lady, sorry for interrupting the proceedings. Why did you why did you let that guy go free? I mean, I, I know that you in, I know that you've uh, given us all invitations to the the wedding at the Sealy Court, but he, he's run off now and he was infected with the one flesh. You'd rather fuck that up. <sighs> You're saying that to the Lady Rowan. Mm. Oh, Alan. Yeah. He's inquiring, he's being polite, but he's also <laughs> As far as he knows, that's not polite. <laughs> yeah. This is 
that, that's surely that's suicide. If you wanted to leave the campaign, just say. <laughs> what? You, you've caused quite a mess, and now we're going to have to go and get him. We are not with him. Is this more or less suicidal than uh, Thoras trying to uh, suplex a giant off a cloud? That's the real question. Make a persuasion check with disadvantage. Mm. Yeah, good luck, you little shit. 14. How does 14. he still do better than I do? Yeah. She... Plus nine. Pulls... It looks like she pulls one of her long... Clawed fingers right out. <laughs> but it, instead, it seems to be a wooden wand of some kind. And she holds it in her other hand... Oh, as she does this, I'm going to reach into my cloak and hold my wand, the, the rattle that's causing weird things. I'm going to try and do it very surreptitiously so she doesn't notice, almost as if I'm kind of pulling my cloak back as if to bow or or, mm-hmm. or to bend down, you know, to, to nod my head as I realize that I've perhaps insulted her a little bit. But instead, I'm holding on to this wand. I'm getting ready to fucking <laughs> wave it at her if she waves that shit at me. Okay, roll a sleight of hand check. Against her passive perception. 24. You made it by three points. Oh my god. Passive perception is 21, holy. Okay. She stretches out, waves the wand, and... I'm immediately... As she goes to flick, Mm -hmm. I'm immediately gonna... uh, flick my cloak as 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 if to bow mm-hmm. i'm going to flick my my uh, my wand i'm not a, i'm not attempting to directly engage in like counter wand battle with oh, her like you're not out looking, of fucking you know book 4 you're not looking for book 4 yeah, harry potter the wand of wonder bro you know what it's going to do yeah. but this i can tell in class but I can tell I fucked up because she's making dead ass eye contact with me. She just pulled out one of her fingers and she's flicking at it like, uh, like a we wand. Fucking, we fucking Dumbledore's arm I didn't now, take bro. a movement just on my turn. Would you like can to vacate to, like, the premises? Dive roll away from <laughs> yeah. Alan. A- Aaron, would you like to vacate the premises? Um, if I am very close to this, if I can, well, can I perceive that Alan is, is using oh. his wand? Oh, you cannot. But you can perceive well, that he just insulted her. Uh, well, yeah, I, I would, I would back away. Probably not a full, uh, full move in action. Maybe a half one. Because Meanwhile, is... the uh, red caps. Oh my god! Oh my god! Run! Fucking run! So how long? How yeah. far can I get away? Can I move one... my whole? Yeah, you can move or your just whole. one square. No, you can you can move your full movement. That's fine. Okay, that, that's yeah, cool. Okay. Actually, I'm gonna move back towards it. Alan, roll uh one hundred. Okie dokie. <laughs> I'm standing near the Afrit. 34. 34. Uh, can we move the bear and poor innocent Alika? <laughs> oh, what's about to happen? <laughs> oh, no. Roll another 1d100. 23. 23. A rhinoceros appears. sorry what Uh, there's a puff of smoke and a rhinoceros appears right between the two of us yep 
Okay, does it catch the blast from her or something? Yes. She waves her Rowan wand at it. I don't know how we're supposed to get Alan out of this. I really, I just have no idea. I have five hit points. I'm just trying to save myself. I only have five hit points. (laughs) (gasps) No! (laughs) And the rhinoceros melts. Its flesh just sloughs off and melts into liquid and it emits this <laughs> as it becomes this puddle of just goo seeping well, into that been you, Alex. completely liquefied, seeping into the flagstones of the Starless Market. Huh. By the way, yep. Yeah. Okay. Huh. Okay. Twenty D eight. Hmm. Uh, Aaron. <laughs> yes. That just happened. Is there anything uh, you'd yes. like to do? Uh, you know, I am going to, I am going to call out the name of my spirit guide. I don't remember what it is. Hmm, I'm, I'm calling left. out. Yeah, I'm calling that shit out. Uh, yeah, well, you know, you told me to call your name if I needed help, and this might be one of those times. Your words drop against the stones. Hollow, as if they don't echo off of anything. As if you've spoken them into one of those, like, really, really creepily soundproof rooms. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And this fear rises within you. Something compels you to look up at the completely dead black sky. Of the starless market. <laughs> yup, that checks out. Where celestials cannot hear you. Yikes, bro. Oh. Do I see anything when mm. I look up or just... A it's an empty device? sky. It is an empty sky. Oh, yo, bro. Um, there are very few places in the multiverse where Omglyph would not be able to hear you. This is one of them. Hmm. Uh, huh? I... Can I... Can I address the Lady Rowan? Of course. Uh... As gallons and gallons of rhinoceros sort of slowly (laughs) spread across (laughs) the courtyard. Oh, God. I, uh, I also, after Aaron's figured his uh, thing out as well, I have an immediate reaction that I would uh, try and launch into as soon as I see the <laughs> rhinoceros slough across the floor, but that's uh, it's up to Aaron. Yep, Aaron, uh, you go first. Yes. Um, oh, God. Can I even do this right now? Hold on, let me let me see if I actually have the... Uh, no. Okay, I'm going to address the Lady Rowan uh, and say that... Um, I'm not quite sure if my father would approve of uh, your knight protector and his party not even making it to the wedding. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she looks Aaron Vol. 
Would you be my guest and accept my hospitality, since your compatriots seem too rude to do so? I would be I was... remiss to refuse. <laughs> and I will I will affect as much of a bow as this very Ooh. tense situation would offer me. <laughs> Roll insight. Uh, insight. Aaron, I'm really a very insightful person. We'll be honest with you. <laughs> okay, you have no idea how that went over. Before... She's not going to do anything, I promise. She's not going to do anything just yet. We will get to Alan's reaction, but I want to cut to Thoras first. Are you still hauling ass across the Starless Market? I would have gone into the tree line. If there what, are no trees. What is in there? There are no stars or trees, bro. There's no there stars, the there's no trees. It's like a ruined city. It's like an ancient, ruined, Roman-style sort city with great columns and galleries built all over the place, but... It's all ruined, it's all covered with ivy, and there are people here. Shapes lurking in the shadows, speaking to each other in a language you do not understand. And you hear the clattering of metal on metal as these different voices call out across this uh, marketplace to each other. Roll perception, Thoras. Mm. Not good, not good at all. Okay. As your eyes adjust, trying to see through the shadows, you see that there are figures here, silhouettes, uh, and they slowly resolve themselves, even though your eyes don't really want to see them. They are some form of a fae or elvish folk. Metal, like, they are covered in metal piercings, and they all wear these uh, braces on their arms that appear to this dull, dark metal that dig into their flesh with spikes. Many of them are covered with uh, weapons and spiked chains, and some of them are wearing around their necks ears. No regrets. strings. And there's, some of them have all these different rings around their necks, and they're all calling to each other and appear to be engaged in trade. Speak, and there's some other figures here as well, uh, like cloaked things with their hair uh, emanating down the bottom, things that don't even look humanoid at all, and they're all trading and speaking and whispering to each other. Mm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to browse and see what I've got. <laughs> okay. Forrest is going to try and... Uh, Shopping! Suddenly he's going to change his, uh, his posture, um, and he's going to act like, yes, I know what I'm doing. I've been to the Starless Market I before. Belong. In this market? I belong in this market. <laughs> yes, sir. Mm. Uh-huh. Mm. It's my everyday routine. Way back from work, you know, drop by the market on the way home. Mm-hmm. Yes. Pick up some yes. ears for the kids. Uh, still in a rage. I don't know for how much longer, but just... If you do not take damage or inflict damage, the rage ends. I stab myself. Okay. <laughs> take one point of damage. <laughs> Uh, incredible, oh, truly yes. incredible. Love it. <laughs> Awfully convenient. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm gonna in between fits of rage, just <sniffs> yep, I belong here. <sighs> just gonna try and browse the goods. Okay. Uh, you don't see a whole lot of like when people are trading, they're trading in ears or they're trading in r- silver rings. Uh, you see a spiky blue hedgehog? No, no. Um, uh, <laughs> And they're all calling, to, and you do see some of them sort of p- 
peering at you and, and looking at you. And they have, there's a market stall set up uh, where two of these very pale metal bound figures watch and their, their stall seems to be open. All right. I'm going to go up to it. They look at also, you. you're still bleeding. Yes, you are still bleeding, mm-hmm. which has their attention. And you're cut. I'm gonna kiss. Yes. I'm gonna stop myself a little bit more. Yeah, you fit in <laughs> great right. around here, you honestly. Like, <laughs> oh, totally, uh, totally blending right in. And My patron lady, the dark lady, needs a gift for the wedding. Just keep stabbing myself a little bit. <laughs> what do you have? Death. <laughs> oh, jolly good. <laughs> Not a great gift for a wedding. I will be honest with you, my sir. I need something more material. Do you want to try the departments up on the second floor? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're not from around here, clearly. We trade here in lives. This is a marketplace of those who are, whose trade is death. Hmm. I've dealt in death before. Stabbed myself a little bit more. <laughs> keep the rage going. How many hit points do you have left? I don't know. <laughs> Let's find out. 31, apparently. 31. All right, well, then you're fine. One of them, I mean, there, we do have... Does she want a tattoo? We do, we do, we can do tattoos too. <laughs> How do you gift a tattoo? Well, you know, they'd have to come by our shop and, uh, get the ink. Do you have, uh, would you be looking for a Kraken ink or Umbral Banyan sap? <sighs> Just get, get a tattoo that says, uh, Lady Rowan inside a love heart with like cherubs on the other side of it. Like, but the gift is for her sister. Oh, but... <laughs> ah, true, true, true. Or is there one whose death would bring her great joy? Yes, but I don't think I could say it. Not <laughs> again, dude. The Efreet, speaking of which, just sort of like floats along the ground. He looks at Alan, who just... No, nah, he, has, he has to stay. I was going to have him follow you because you called him, but he's sort of... He does not want to turn his back on her. Um. Anyways, back to your attempts at trading. Yeah. I have dealed in death before. <sighs> perhaps. Perhaps we can help you. We will have you speak with the Kina. The Kina will know what to give. Third floor, okay. you want to go up that, through that courtyard, yeah. across the causeway, uh, walk out for the broken uh-huh. steps, uh, go through the briar patch, and then yeah. up. You see that little shadowy spot right there, just out of sight? Yeah. You wait right okay. there, just wait a couple of minutes, and, you know, usually the keynote shows uh-huh. up pretty fast. Can't miss it. Okay. Thank you. Be I'm going to walk away. Okay. Take another point of damage. Uh, meanwhile, Lysha, there's rhinoceros just leaking everywhere. <laughs> Um. Before-
Before we get to me, didn't Alan have a reaction upon the melting rhinoceros? Would you like to go ahead and do that now, Alan, since we're yep. sort of back in your scene? Okay, what do you have in mind? I certainly can. Okay. So as soon as <laughs> as soon as he wiggles his wand uh very stealthily mm-hmm. and uh <laughs> he sees a rhinoceros both appear before him and melt to pieces, Alan is going to immediately try and burst and into the most deceitful performance of his career. What he's going to attempt to do is he's going to attempt to to weep and throw himself on the floor and, and cry out, No! My guardian rhinoceros! <laughs> you, you, you have slain the very essence of my soul, Lady Rowan. You have extracted a toll upon me that you could never know. Worse that you have taken this rhinoceros than had you taken my own life. Please have mercy at this point. You've taken everything from me. <laughs> oh and he's gonna, God. he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna attempt. Inside again? He's going to attempt to deceive her into thinking that she is, that the aim here is that she thinks she's extracted such a toll upon his mental well-being that it was, it was, uh, acceptable retribution for being, uh, for being rude. (laughs) Roll a deception or performance check, whichever you'd prefer. Well, here goes. 31 deception. Holy shit. Oh my god. Okay, Alan weeps. Just, (laughs) and the sounds of his despair echo across the starless market as the shadow face sort of gather around like, what just happened? So I have to Um, shop and he just hears a crying sound. (laughs) Weird. Yeah, no, it's, it's really harshing their window shopping vibe right now. Um, okay okay she Lysha do you need to do anything now that he's rolled a 31 on his deception check to pour out his heart and soul about his poor rhinoceros well Lysha was planning to hold Ellen hostage to make the lady Rowan like her better but now she don't know what to do um same. So she's uh is Sin is Sin's is Freet standing next to her? Is that accurate? Yeah. yeah, just just right next to you. Um Well, she trusts him more than her own party members at this point, so uh <laughs> she'd kind of like look sidelong at him like what is this? <laughs> Try and share like a like companionable glance with the Ifrit, like what the hell is going on? Are you seeing this? I didn't know Alan cared about a rhinoceros. <laughs> like, <laughs> where has this been all of our quests? He has a spirit guide? He speaks to you he in primordial. <laughs> he speaks to you in primordial. Look, Alf, I'm going to be real with you. I came here to lay the smack down on some people who really pissed off my lord, the sovereign sin, and invoked his name in vain. You guys are on your own with this one. <laughs> Looking back at him before he leaves in Primordial, she'd be like, listen, I I can't blame you. I want you to know I would never invoke your sovereign's name in vain and that much of our party has very deep and abiding respect for him. Please let him know that. In fact, you know what? Um, do I still have that stardust jar that was going to be my gift for the wedding? 
I believe so. You know what? Can you? I was going to give this to the Fae, it, but I I'll, I'll find them another gift. Can you just can you give this to Sin as a token of oh. our of our esteemed gratitude and and tell him that we are so sorry? Wait, does the Lady Rowan see this? Good question. If she does, she's not saying anything. Does she speak primordial as well? Because otherwise, she would Presumably know she does. Also, all those voices. Um, if I speak celestial, common, druidic, elvish, and primordial, would I understand any of them? Oh. Dope. Hmm. Lit. They are speaking sylvan. I do not speak sylvan. Uh, all right. The Afrit will will collect the gifts as a worthy offering to Sin Sovereign of Fire. Look over at Alan, who banished him earlier. <laughs> you may want to go check on your Goliath. I appreciate writing a check that his ass can't cash. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate the guidance. I'll do that. Also, is is he? Do you know? Can you tell? Is he infected with the one flesh? Because I might just let him go then. <laughs> I lack the sight. All right. Well, in that case, I'll thank you for the guidance. I will try and draw him away. <laughs> uh, and she would, you know, bow to sin. Um, and while also, like, kind of bowing in the direction of Lady Rowan, like, back away in the direction that uh, Thoras has gone. <laughs> Ultra. If you find him to be tainted, there is only one way forward. Um, Liban has charged me with the way. I know. I know. Are we clear? Is my message coming through? I Very. Crystal. Great. Great. Because what I'm saying is you gotta kill him. If he's tainted, infested, you gotta, you gotta end his life. Does that make sense? Am I coming? Okay. Alright. Great. Checks out. Thank you. Oh. And he uh, vanishes in a column of fire, very eager to be out of the Lady Rowan's presence. Uh, and then however far I can move, I guess, was all that conversation was probably in action, so I can probably only move 35, right? Yeah, you're, you're going to start uh, catching up. You're going to start catching up with, uh, 15, with 20, Thoris. 25, 30, 35, somewhere like there. Because there's no trees. I'm underneath the I'm under the cards. I can't see myself. Moving them. There. Something like that. Good enough for me. Okay, who do we got? Uh Alan, you just mm. She floats over the rhino goo. <laughs> okay. Towards you. And reaches her unearthly long arm underneath your chin and the claws reach right here as if to say there there and tilt your head up until you're looking at her okay and you're looking up at like this six foot long glowing pale green arm hmm she's a big girl yes <laughs> uh, I'm gonna 
maintain my you most to uh, join her harem, motherfucker. <laughs> my, <laughs> my most incredibly uh, distraught face. Mm-hmm. Um, why doesn't Thor ask the largest adventurer just, not just eat the other three? Thank you, chat. Um, <laughs> see. I didn't expect to have to figure out what to do after an archfey floated across a pile of rhinoceros to comfort the person who she just liquidated it because of, because he insulted her. <laughs> but mm-hmm. that's, you know, this wouldn't be fun if it was I'm going to, I'm going to, in fact, as she, as she pulls mm-hmm. her, my chin up to, to meet her eyes, I'm going to give my most impassioned apology. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm terribly sorry, Lady Rowan, for anything I may have done to, to, um, What's the what's the correct word? To front. Yeah, to to affront. Uh, I I was merely had the safety of one of your esteemed guests at the forefront of my mind. There, there. Let me make it up to you. Be my guest. Enjoy my hospitality as we prepare for the wedding, and all will be forgiven. Absolutely. Right. Page. Did you say something? Oh, no, that was just... Valid. All right, as you do this, you notice the red caps sort of creeping up behind you, behind the Lady Rowan, and they lean down. They they look both ways. They lean down towards the puddle of rhinoceros and... And lapping it up, uh, I I I throw myself into another fit of tears. All right, they 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 all start snickering to each other uh, until she turns around and they just shut up. <laughs> uh, and she's gonna look at them and. She flicks her wand and one of them (laughs) just immediately turns into goo and the other ones all shatter away as she just melts his flesh into nothingness. It takes 98 damage. Mm -hmm. I don't think we're supposed to fight her, Alan. (laughs) Thank you, my lady. Thank you. They they were most disrespectful to us when... uh... When they found us. Oh, awful little things. Okay, so, Aaron, yes. you have not refused her hospitality. I have not refused the hospitality, no. Yes. No, definitely not in as much of a theatrical manner. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think he was willing just to take one for the team, but maybe, mm. all right. It looks like he's not the only one. <laughs> all right. Do you, I haven't you... refused. I just asked if we sent elsewhere. Oh, for sure, for sure. Um. So... Here, here's basically what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to reconcile. We have sort of two scenes going on. Aaron, is there anything that you'd like to do? Uh, no, not at this point. He was he was hoping that in, invoking certain uh, individuals would uh, have belayed her wrath, uh, and that seems to have worked, or at least her wrath is belayed. So, no, he's fine. He doesn't want to explore this market at all because someone is going to take his ear. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be unusually easy in this case. Yes. Uh Erica rides up on Korak the bear uh, next to Lysha as you close in on Thoras. Hello, what's going on? 
let's cut to Thoras for a moment, who was in the... He just got instructions, and Lysha and Alaka and the bear are riding up behind you, Thoras. You are still in a rage as you continue to, like, cut away at yourself. I'm gonna sprint. Okay. To where I was told to go. Alright. Uh, Lysha, Thoras sprints away. Thoras, what's your move speed? It is 40. Lysha, you move at 35 if I'm not wrong. That is correct. Okay. Uh, Bear moves at 40 as well. Uh-huh. I knew I should have ridden a bear, man. <laughs> okay. Um. Well, as he starts to sprint away... God, I really don't want to make everyone around here mad at me. Well, tell you what, um... That doesn't sound like you at all. <laughs> Before you do that, why don't you do me a favor and draw from the Act of God level 10 deck, because we just hit another one. Another one. I still have five hit points, guys. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Alright, let's yeah. see what we got. Oh dear. Uh, power of fire. Fire purges the darkness. Fire cleanses the unholy. Oh. There you go. Oh. Oh! That hmm. seems... Hmm. Think what? What, what? Okay. As the Efreet parts, giving you instructions to cleanse Thoras if he is tainted, feel warmth in your heart and flowing through your veins. There is fire waiting within you. You need only call upon it. You may call upon it once. Okay. You you have Uh, a a one-time fire buff. One-time fire buff. That's kind of dope. That's kind of cool. Um, Make a little note of that here. If you want to actually, if you right-click, you should be able to take the card, and that'll be a good way to record that you have that. Take card. Here you go. Dope. That's pretty cool. Also, I backed out of my character, so Unlucky. hang well, on. Thor, uh, Thor, are you chasing Thoras? Um, so what I was thinking of doing, but I am nervous that it will piss off the people in the night market, but I can make all the terrain difficult terrain, and I'm not affected by it, so I could potentially catch up to him. Um, <laughs> what, is a, what a disproportionate way of dealing with this. Disproportionate well, response is like, it's Lysha disproportionate response, Norwellen. Yeah. <laughs> that checks out. Um, okay, no. You know what? New plan. He's trying to climb the stairs, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, how is this place laid out? Is it, like, open air? He's trying to get to, like, another level, or... Yeah, so it's a, it's a whole tumble. It's like a, a ruined... Again, I keep saying Roman architecture, so you've got a lot of, like, open hallways that are open on one side with columns in them, and uh, different marketplaces separated by stone walls, all crumbling and ivy-covered. It's very, it's very maze-like. It has all these different courtyards, and in each courtyard, various uh, unseely fay are set up trading in, in all sorts of things. Well, she'd start off trying to yell after him, like, Thoras, the Efreet told me you're making a mistake. 
And if he didn't stop. Uh, I don't even know what an afraid is. <laughs> that don't... sign won't stop me because I can't read. <laughs> oh, the one that you summon. Um, she would. Okay, so what I was thinking of trying to do, depending on what the layout here is, is like if he's sprinting for the stairs trying to get up them, I could cast Spider Climb on myself and go up the wall, try and cut him off. Hmm, that's a good hmm. idea. That's That feels less all-encompassing. All um, but I don't know if the layout is such that that would make sense. Yeah, no, that would that would totally work. Totally. And as you put the, the magic together and it, it coalesces around you, suddenly an invisible hand tugs at the threads of the spell and it just dissolves. Well, that checks out. Uh, and the Lady Rowan sort of reaches out into the air with, with her long claws and plucks as your spell just goes up. She uses her reaction. I guess what, Lysha? So, More things that prevent you from casting spells. Yeah, this is the, this is the arc where Lysha gets to cast zero spells. Um, so she'd just kind of yell after Thoras, You're getting yourself killed! No. <laughs> you tried to kill me with a knife. I did not try to kill you. I tried to cut off your nipple because you're infected by one flesh. There's a very <laughs> big difference. I mean... It, all Thoras saw was Alan cast Hadeel after on him, sit on his chest, whilst you got a Dotane's dagger and pointed it towards his chest. No, not mm -hmm. towards his chest. It was horizontal trying to go through your yeah, nipple. Like it wasn't like, like a pepperoni. Pointy. It was know? like slicing. I mean, either way, Thoras is scared <laughs> for his life and he's running away from you and everyone else. <laughs> I mean, reasonable, but Lysha is trying to save his life right now. So anyway, uh, can't really stop him from doing the dumb. Okay. I think that's her turn. You She's taking her movement and her action. They're cutting my nipple off. Oh, God, they're cutting my nipple off. Uh, I don't know how you're going to be able to switch to, like, oh, I think they're really trying to save my life right now. I can <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't say that. I also, I didn't I also say it like, was unreasonable. I like how Thoris's panic and rage, oh, my God, they're trying to cut off my nipple response, is, must go shopping! <laughs> get I want to get away from them, but they followed me to the shop. So Waste makes see, haste. Five, Waste haste is ten, waste. 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, wherever the heck you are. All right. Um, you caught up to me already. Well, you didn't move on your turn. No, he he, he started moving. We're you. You guys Printed. are in an you abstract your character. Yeah, you guys are in an oh. abstract zone at this point. He, you move almost as fast as him, so you're only a little bit of the ways behind him. Uh, the. All right. So, the Lady Rowan has, aside from her wand of flesh melting, has a variety mm. of magic at her disposal. So she is going to teleport to Lysha. <laughs> Damn, you are going to go to such lengths to try and be her friend as well. You're going to take what? When are you going to take Alan hostage? Yeah, I was. I was going to take Alan hostage. I prostrated myself before her before anybody else did. Yeah. I tried did, to talk nicely to about bringing cool. her, like, you know, mm -hmm. I'm the hipster. Mm. Yep. Um... <laughs> 
Yeah, I'll use that joke twice today. It's fine. <laughs> oh, okay. So she, she turned. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sort of like she slips down into the the cloud of mist, and then just pops right back up next to you. All eight feet of her. <laughs> my lady. Alicia, two of your friends have accepted my hospitality. Will you not come and stay with them? How could I possibly refuse such a <laughs> kind invitation? Yes, go join them. I'll see to your last companion. Please don't let him make any deals he can't keep. Oh, of course not. I wouldn't let him make any deals that he couldn't keep. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Okay. As she walks over, back to Ellen, um, who is, are you still crying about your rhinoceros? Yeah, I'm sniveling, I would say. Cool. Uh, Lysha's gonna slap you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, slap ow. his face. Not so tough now, are you? Yeah, slap him. Ah, what the hell? Why? I am. You. Are they still you. suckling on rhino juice? <laughs> no, they stopped after. It, it's now a mixture of red cap and rhino juice. So I can conjure another uh, rhinoceros for you I just if you like. Some Alan. kale, and you've got to get up and go shake. <laughs> nice. Ah, <laughs> uh, Thoras, as you run yeah. just up staircases and through hallways into the third level in the shadows, uh, it, it's on one side it's a stone wall covered in ivy on the other side it's an open and it's got these these pillars along the way and there's moss drooping down to cover it covering the whole thing in shadow are you continuously poking yourself to maintain your rage yes okay take three more points of damage and moments later as you arrive there out of the shadows Something about, well, it'd be waist height for a human, so a little bit below waist height. Gracefully, slowly drags itself out of a dark corner. It is a bundle of dark, glistening leaves all around sort of a central stalk on Mm. thin filament roots crawling its way around. Are you the shopkeeper? <laughs> it buzzes and hums, and it, it sounds like reeds. It sounds like it's it's reeds drawing in air in order to speak. Um, what being a? <clears throat> oh, I'm waiting for these. Well, while we're uh, on our little <laughs> side thing as well, just mm-hmm. as an aside, I would give Dotane's dagger back to Aaron while we are presumably out of sight of the of Lady Rowan. Okay. Yes, you come to bargain. <laughs> Otherworldly, for sure. I have come to bargain, but I have been told you only deal in souls. Death is preferred. What is your desire? Souls are death. I can convince you. What are you buying? 
I don't know what are you selling. <laughs> a gift for the ceiling queen. Yes, well, could we be quite preferable? The life, life of a traitor and a foe to the ceiling queen. Or a gift that will leave her speechless. How about I do you one better? I offer you the soul of a sailor who cannot die. Go on. Have you ever heard of the tale of Gilbert? Oh my god. <clears throat> the I can't keep talking like that, but that's that's fine. That's fine. We'll we'll assume that you're just you know. Take another point of damage as, as you training. poke yourself. <sighs> what are you poking yourself with, by the way? Is this like the pointy end of your axe? My fingernail. Your <laughs> fingernail? Yeah. You know, quarantine's been going on for a while. Nobody's had a, a petty or a manicure. So it's yeah. pretty gnarly. Um, and I would go on to explain the tale of Gilbert, the, the snippets I've heard and... How uh, the sailor was never granted death, always raised in servitude of sea dragons and destined to battle a party of so-called adventurers until the end of time. And his soul now belongs to me as the last one to kill him, as is Goliath culture, which I just keep making up. <laughs> keep adding little snippets into the Goliath culture. I was culture. wondering where the arse pull of actually Biano, like... Tender his soul would come from. Yeah, yeah, yeah there it is. Like, how are you going to get it? Get it? No, I have already got it. I got dibs. Man. I got dibs. Are you bartering Gilbert? Is that what I missed when I stepped away? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's oh. trying to claim that he owns Gilbert's soul and can therefore sell it. I'd be telling you guys about how the Afrit told me we might have to kill Thoras. <laughs> Uh, why? Uh, if he's infected with, infected with the one flesh, it's the only way to cleanse him. The only way? Are you sure? This is what the minions of the Fire Sovereign have told me. What and also what Liban charged me with. I've said her name a lot. Do I have to roll for her, by the way? Um, or are we good on her? You're good. You're good. Okay. Um, what happens if you don't? Just out of curiosity. He would be a minion of the one flesh. That is the worst fate. A fate worse than death. Yeah, but I mean, I can beat him if he turns, right? I'll just fight him. He is already turned if he is possessed. He doesn't seem possessed. He seems as dumb as always. <laughs> if right. he is tainted, he is a spy. And all we do is seen by the one flesh. Well, wait. I mean, I didn't know we were hiding from anyone anyway. I mean, we just keep any up in different... Dimensions. I don't know. Is that a? Is this a problem, Alan? Is this a problem? I suggest you consult with your spirit guide, the celestial one who, who you I listen am. to. They would agree with me. I am confident. Oh, you wouldn't want to know what he told me about you. Could be a serious problem, Aaron. But I think we've got bigger problems. This lady Rowan nearly tried to melt me. Uh, she did try. Yeah, the slid won't did try to melt me. Listen, but then she... I, I don't even want to know how the 
Rhino up here. Uh, but now we're going to go hang out at a, at a pad, right? Good food. and At the mention of the rhino, Lysha would put her arm around Alan. I'm so sorry for the loss oh, of yeah. your spirit guide. Yes, your, your... Wait, he doesn't have a spirit guide. Yeah. He said, and he gave a ridiculous performance, so I believed him. <laughs> yeah, it was my spirit guide. I don't Why like to I brag, but... I've never seen this rhino before. Neither yeah. have I. Well, he only appears in my direst need. So... Well, we've more... been in pretty dire need a few times, Alan. <laughs> no, this was mega dire. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could have told me. Now, at least we know that, you know, I'd, I... No, fuck the bear, actually. Get that rhino back out here. Oh, wait, it's dead. It's oh. fragged. It's dead. <laughs> Is it a spirit rhino? Can it reincarnate? Yeah, she melded the bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I would have really liked to have ridden the rhino. Anyway, I just me wanted too. the aside so that I was telling them we might have to kill Thoras. We can let Thoras do his thing. Oh, who knows where this is going to go. <laughs> I I mean, I want to know where this goes. <laughs> Reward Joe some time. Deal with your ass. So, sorry, say that again. <laughs> what do you seek for the sailor's soul in exchange? Gift worthy of giving to a queen. Go to the courtyard's heart, walk beneath the fountain, stand at the threshold, and call his name. If he answers you, his contract was sealed. Oh my god. Thoras doesn't really know magic, but Thoras trusts you, small bush creature. I'll be off! Oh my god. Okay. And Thoros will go bounding off towards the fountain threshold. Alright. The Lady Rowan reappears with the lot of you, with the rest of you, as Thoros just crosses the um, the courtyard, just running through, uh, pushing past people who all sort of flow like shadows out of his way. And she says, you've all been through such trials. You must rest. You must eat. Mm. We must prepare for the wedding. There is much so to many do. Trials. Yes. Mm. So, you're not... Ooh, eating food in Faye. Mm. Uh, Lysha, roll hist- uh, Arcana or Nature. Oh, God. I have yeah. a plus seven modifier and I rolled a nine. Okay, yeah. All right. Uh... Let's... Alan, roll Arcana. <laughs> Am I allowed? Uh, yeah. Am I involved? Yeah, well, you're... She's Standing. speaking to a, the lot of you. You're a bard. You hear a lot right. of stories. Generally speaking, as long as you're in the scene, you you have a chance to make the check. Eleven. Mm. Yeah. Also... There's, there's fairy stories about... There's stories about eating fairy food. It's supposed to be really tasty. <laughs> oh, they are. Um, okay. Thoras, at the heart of the courtyard, and the closer you walk to it, it feels like it doesn't get any closer, but the edges of the courtyard get farther and farther away, and the flagstones grow wider and wider. This fountain, it's fairly plain. There's no carvings. It's got, a, like, some decorative carvings, but no symbols, no signs or nothing, and it's covered in ivy. And it, it rises up to a height of ten feet, if it actually worked, the fountain would probably rise another five feet above that. 
Uh, the, it's a wide, it's probably 20 feet across. And you do notice as you get closer that the courtyard right by its base is cracked. And there's these jutting steps that look like they've been ripped in the earth that go down into interminable darkness beneath the fountain. The air that wafts up is cold and smells of soil. He told me to go down there, right? Stand in, descend beneath the fountain, stand in the threshold, and call the sailor. If he answers, the contract is sealed. Then Soas will do that. He's going to walk into underneath the fountain. Okay. It is very, very dark. Do you have dark vision? No. Do you have a light source? <laughs> I have my nose. Okay. You follow... What? Wait, what? Your nose? Follow your nose! Follow my nose! Remember when I uh, I could smell the Knights of Vinda coming to attack us? True. Exactly. You press forward into the darkness underneath. You have to duck a little bit and roots scrape at your head. And as you walk forward, it gets... Older and a wisdom saving against fear. Are you still poking yourself with a with your knife? If you'll allow it, take five more points of damage and roll this with advantage because it's a fear effect. A wisdom saving throw with advantage. Eighteen. Goliaths are raised <clears throat> to struggle, to strive, to face danger and adversity. Uh, they, they thrive on challenge. And you are no stranger to the concept of your own possible imminent death. And it's mm -hmm. always been associated with ideas of glory. But you've never felt quite as close. Every step forward feels like a step into the maws of a dragon that you can't no, see or no off the edge of a cliff or even the slow wasting death that sometimes comes upon goliaths that they fear more than anything else to die on their own not in glory and you stop as the the earth the raw earth walls around you give way, your hands sort of scraping against them, give way to a door frame, a lintel of stone so cold that you leave pieces of your own fingers behind it. And you do not want to step through. Thoras has a pretty good uh, inclination of where he is right now. He, yeah, he probably needs the golden stick. If you want to proceed any further. If you want to but... proceed any further. So, if, but Thoros doesn't really know that. He just knows that he'll die if he walks forward. So he will... Uh... He believes that this is the threshold. Again, he's not... He's not. He doesn't know that mumbo-jumbo with the magic. But he calls out, Gilbert! I claim my right to your soul! <laughs> As the one who pierced you with your own siege weaponry. <laughs> As the one who struck the last three points of damage after I did all the work. What? Sorry. 
Well, you know, there's eliminations and there's final blows. They're different stats. Uh, <laughs> far beyond in in the caverns, beyond this threshold you dare not cross, a great adamant gate swings open. And a scream is plucked from within as it flies across five rivers, answering your call. And the shade of Gilbert flies past you, screaming a curse upon your name, Thoras. For though it was Alan who tricked him, and Lysha who let it happen, and Aaron who watched it happen. It was you, Thoras, who tore him from the very kingdom of shadows, who refused to let him die, even when he had died three times. And now he flies, wailing and screaming curses, his ephemeral form past you. And as the lot of you stand around, you hear a familiar voice swearing in an old, echoing, slightly crusty standard piratey accent at you. <laughs> As this light is strained and spaghettified out from beneath the fountain. And it flows into the upper regions of the courtyard. Theme of this arc is Bren resurrects dead character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I will uh, ascend up the stairs, I suppose. Okay. The... Also, Johnny the Wise tricked him. That's true. Yeah, you know what? That's true. It was. Was it Johnny? Or was... I'll have to go back and watch. But anyways, you're all complicit. None of you have. You're... You all let it happen. Um, mm. I just, I assume that if somebody tricked somebody into doing something deleterious to their own well-being, that it would have been Alan. But Johnny the Wise is on second off. Yeah. Uh, I can't quite remember. I'm like 99.9% sure it was Johnny because Johnny was the healer and he told him he could fix his eye. Ah yes, ah, you, yeah. th that was a cooperative. That was that was a assist. It was a team effort. Lysha was... told him it wasn't true, and then everyone told her to shut up. Didn't Alan <laughs> cast charm person? Uh, just fine. I'm just, anyways. Uh, Thoras, when you reach the hallway where the Kina was supposed to be, the strange talking plant is gone, and in its place is a small rectangular box of finely polished wood filigreed with metal. You can't tell what kind of metal it is because there's no color or hue here. Uh, it looks like a darker sort of metal. It, it looks finely made, and it's got mm. hinges of the same metal on the back. I'll give it a little open. Oh, for fuck's yeah. sake. <laughs> As you open it, laying on a bed of velvet is a flute of polished bone. I'll give it a little twirl with my mouth blowing for it. 
No yep. noise now, emerges. Go ahead. I only have proficiency in the horn, so I would not necessarily <laughs> know how to play a flute. Slightly but different, I would, yeah. But I would play it like a horn. Okay. It does not make any noise. Hmm. Then opera appears and flies down. Not a great <laughs> gift for a queen. A horn. Uh, I mean, it's it's a funny shaped horn, isn't it? <laughs> I I don't think she would like this. But I'm gonna stick it in my loin. No, I'm not. That's terrible. This is Ben Hampren. This is getting gifts for the fairy queen, bro. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, it's for the fairy queen. It's for the fairy queen. I don't is know that a flute in it, your loincloth? American Pie reference is waiting to happen, bro. I I yeah. put it in the uh, the velvet lockbox. And uh, I'm going to pick it up underneath my arm, and I'm going to step out of the shop. Okay. All right. Uh, Lady Rowan will <laughs> pop over Surely to where you gonna are. going to be no ill will or no ill effects whatsoever from no. this transaction. No, no where I have ripped a soul from the underworld in exchange for a flute made of <laughs> bone that makes no noise when you blow it. Out of character, are these pipes of haunting? No. Okay. No. That's that's far too pedestrian. Oh no! <laughs> well, I wouldn't be pedestrian if I could ride the bat. <laughs> hey! Um. All right. So the lady Rowan rises out of a puddle of mist as you descend down. Mm. And for us, I am the nice fairy lady who invited you to the party to be my champion. I, I would get to one knee and I'd say, My lady, Thoras does not know much in terms of bowing or kneeling or royalty or the difference between upper and middle class and potentially the issues that arise from that in society. <laughs> but Thoras is glad to be here. Oh, don't worry. You don't need to worry about any of those silly things because you are so good at fighting and you are so strong that... You know, honestly, that takes you a long way in polite society. So, mm. will you? I know that you've had a very challenging day, and I know that your friends were just trying to cut you open like a salami. Um, That's not. Why don't? Will you come back? Yeah, of course it's not true. But she's like, you know, hundred, two hundred feet away from you guys. Um, why don't you come be my guest? Relax in my wonderful home. Eat food, drink beer and wine. And we can sort this all out. Thoras could never accept a gift from royalty. Thoras is just Thoras, lowly Goliath. Well then, will you make a deal? Thoras will happily exchange for your hospitality. Great. Oh no. You must perform a great feat of strength and defeat a terrible beast that haunts these forests for me. And in exchange, I will give you my hospitality and make you my champion and let you rest and recover beforehand. This great beast, you say. Beast? Uh, yes. Terrible monster. A mad... Thoros would love to accept. All right. Love to accept, but... Thoros is very weak, like a kitten. <laughs> That's why you can accept my hospitality and rest and recover and drink and eat first. 
We're all going to die. Good deal. What is this beast? It's a dragon. You son of a bitch, I'm in. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Having all at least not refused the Lady Rowan's hospitality, she knows that she has to handle this with a light touch. She will offer Thoras her hand. Long, spindly, clawed, glowing hand. This is the same Lady Rowan we were just dealing with, yes? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, okay, I will take the hand. Great. As you do, the starless market around you dissolves and gives way to... The, the color sort of comes back into your vision, bloating, blotting back in and spreading across as it gives way to a forest clearing where at the edges, the trees grow together to form trellises. And all around you are great heaping tables filled with meats and huge vases of wine. And there is a party going on. All sorts of crazy creatures just eating and drinking and fighting. And it's not the Goliath afterlife. Damn. Glacia <laughs> doesn't eat meat. Well, that's why she sent Thoras over there. I'm alone here. Well, aside from all the, you know, bizarre. Actually, does eat meat. It, it looks like it looks like the cast of the Labyrinth and the cast of Pan's Labyrinth are all having a rave. All right, all right. Okay, I don't know what Labyrinth is. Muppets. But like the really labyrinth, you've never labyrinth. seen labyrinth. Have you seen? Nope. I no. just that's a boomer shit. You remind me of babe. Kind of boomer shit. I've never heard of it. Nineteen eighty-six. <laughs> Did you see the Dark Crystal series on Netflix when that came out? Oh, that one. We haven't seen it yet. We're right. gonna watch it though. Oh, I, okay. I see the Muppets now. Oh, yeah. they're all there, just roaming around. Yeah, they're it's eating, It's not some boomer shit. It's some nerd shit. All oh, of you turn in your nerd card right now. Eighty-six, eighty-six. Goblins and red and red caps and you know all sorts of just rough and tumble looking fairies. Gotcha. <sighs> I would like to. Thoras would like to make an impression here. Okay. So he's been in Goliath. I've been here before. before. <laughs> He's been in Goliath prison. He knows that you've got to find the biggest, meanest dude and make an impression of him. He's going to do that, but not actually make an impression of him. What he's going to do is he's going to attempt to intimidate everybody. Okay. Uh, by... Screaming with primal bestial wrath and just start shoving food into his mouth. Roll I thought, it it was, I thought you were making a death bit, like the people that died, the, the, the metal concerts that shot shoving each other. <laughs> <laughs> Time to mosh. Creating a mosh pit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, roll intimidation. 17. Quite intimidating. As oh, your howl man. goes up, everyone around you stops, and then they all join in. <laughs> and the sound is unearthly and anyone who wasn't part of this who heard this would shit themselves in terror as this horrifying cry goes up from all these monstrous creatures 
and then you just start eating. And, uh, yeah. Gobble, gobble, one of us. <laughs> Meanwhile, still in the Starless Market, uh, the Lady Rowan does her, her Reaper, you know, shadow step over to the rest of you lot and says, you know, there's much to do to prepare for the wedding. Come with me. And she will make a gesture and a doorway. The stones, the flagstones rise up and stack on top of each other to form an archway, which fills with Diagon the same. Alley. Yeah, diagonally style. And it fills with the mist that is floating around where her feet should be, but you can't see them because of her dress if she even has them. And she, she gestures towards it. Food, guys. Food. We have no food left. We have this, this big-ass knife and an ass snake. Please. Some sustenance. I have a very bad feeling about Alan, you're the tiebreaker. Surely, surely the, the, the prospect of a proper kingly meal would appeal to you. Uh, my appetite has disappeared, but I fear that I may disappear if I don't follow. <laughs> ah, yes. Malnourishment will do that, you know. For once, mm. we are in agreement. I think we must go forwards, but keep your wits about you. All right. Lady Rowan, your night protector <laughs> will be there shortly. He walks towards the portal. Okay. Uh, and I feel like the three of you stepping in, followed by the red caps, <laughs> is a fitting place for us to end the night. Wow. Oh, Lord, what oh, on earth have we got ourselves into here? Are you, did you guys eat We're the food? Fucked. No, we haven't no. eaten the food yet. Oh, yeah. dude, You're eating the food, though, You're right? Fucked. You're fucked, dude. <laughs> dude, I want to eat the food, no. though. Dude. Don't I mean, eat pay food you know, out I, of character. Glass wouldn't know this. I almost did the thing. I almost did the thing uh, I did in our previous a couple of arcs ago where I ended like an hour early. Do you guys want to keep going? Do you guys want to call it? I can, if we want to figure out what you do with the food or not, like we can do that now. I have a little more ready, but this just seemed like a very dramatic This feels point. like a good, a good ending point. We started at six-ish, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. This yeah. feels like a good point because I feel like otherwise we're going to get to a point where we don't want to stop because interesting mm -hmm. things are happening. Yeah, yeah. no, I agree. Me and Ashley are making beef stroganoff for dinner, you know? Perfect. Beef stroganoff. Yep. Nice. Yep. Yeah. Very I'm trying to make it from scratch for the first time ever, so we'll see how that goes. You're going to raise a cow? Yeah. <laughs> well, no. In order to create an I said I was going to make scratch. it from scratch, not that I was going to like raise the animal to get the ingredients. <laughs> In order to invent an apple pie, you must first create the universe. Thank Who you. said thank that? You. Uh, Sun Tzu. Uh, Sun Tzu, yeah, the art of war. None of checks that checks out. out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm so glad you made... Uh, I can't believe you haven't seen Labyrinth. Just my soul hurts. Uh, to be fair, I, I had not seen Labyrinth until my adulthood. I, I've uh, not seen... What is wrong with you people? I saw it once oh, in was minus five class when, it came when I was out? seven. When you were seven. I was one when it came out. What do you want from me? But still. <laughs> um, I was watching Dragon Ball Z. I was watching that shit. So is the last just dead then? <laughs> No. no, 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 That's not what happens when you eat fairy food. No, 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 not at all. Thoris is not dead. It's a lot more fun. <laughs> You're like enthralled, Thoris. basically, to a fae forever or something. Whatever. Uh, I mean, so honestly, no. Thoris. I can't blame you, man. Like, I actually thing. don't Thoris know how is... it works in Joe's universe, to be fair, but... 
Thoris' That's soul like... has already been twisted in every direction. He's promised Basic to... <laughs> he was a champion of sin at one point, champion mm-hmm. of the bloody sky people, champion of... Uh, Wait, you're a champion else? of sin? I mean, he gave me some fire giant blood. You know? Whoa, whoa, whoa. That was like a one-time... That was like a one-night thing, man. Just because oh, you know, he gave me some fire, fire giant yeah. blood doesn't mean that you're a champion. He like, keeps calling cool me back, so... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I've been leaving him on red, but he's he still, also you know, just told me, me that I might have to kill you. So, like, yeah, I've got the one champion. flesh in me, apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Maybe there's, there's uh, corruption flows is, through your veins. Yeah. I, I think the general game plan is because there's no real way to purge all of this. Is that if eventually, if I get enough people owning part of my soul, they'll have to fight over me. <laughs> so, and then you just join the way. tournament and you win. Yeah, or they'll all just try at the same time and decide you're not worth the trouble. Uh, and each time you win a fight, you get more of yourself back, and the total, journey total of self-discovery just continues to uh, yep. expand your horizons and maybe your vocabulary. Great! Yep. I don't even have to write Arc Five; it's doing it itself. It's awesome. <laughs> oh Lord! Oh man! All right. I don't, yeah, I mean, Aaron's gonna eat the food if it's in front of him. I mean, he's about it. It'll be fun. Depends on, uh, well, presumably she would know enough of Holdra culture to know that a druid like Lysha wouldn't eat meat, so she'd tempt her with fruit and shit, so. Mm-hmm. She knew enough. Yeah. Like, she knew enough to write custom invitations to each of you designed to play off exactly what would motivate your character, so. Mm-hmm. He's done yeah. her homework. Yeah, that checks out. Yeah. Uh, all right. All well, right. We're fucked. Uh, thank you chat for the acts of god thank you for joining us and we will see you next time we do have a stream tomorrow uh it's a a special mini series probably mini series not a one shot uh that'll be at six o'clock as well wednesday tomorrow the 17th be there be square we still haven't rested no but you're about to we will will you're about what 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 time are we doing the thing tomorrow is six o'clock good for you six o'clock i think so yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. For what, sorry? Uh, so this is the Dark Tides of Bilgewater, the Legends of Runeterra mm. thing that we're doing with a couple of folks. Yes. Oh, can uh, we do a little bit later? Wait. What's the cast yeah. for that? It is Crowen from, um, he's a HOTS player and now he does, I believe he does Runeterra. Uh, Beatdown Casts, who's done a lot of Overwatch stuff, as well as TFT, maybe, I think, League as well. Uh, Bren and Doa. Very good. That sounds yeah. interesting. Yeah. And I'll can, we, be... can we push it back to uh, to 6.30? Yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I'll push that around, and I'll put out an official tweet about it tomorrow, and I'll announce in Discord tomorrow at, like, 11 Pacific. So, uh, keep your eyes peeled. It's going to be a, probably a... T- episode miniseries and the dungeon oh, master barely knows runeterra lore so god help us all <laughs> all right i don't know anything about it all right GG. peace ggs yeah.